0: two people so I might fumble through this um welcome uh and who are the both of you
1: i am bev brown
0: and matt brown okay um do, do both of you have middle names do either of you have middle names
1: technically yes <laughs> so i use my maiden name so it's brockwell okay beverly brockwell brown is my full legal yeah, I name i don't use a middle name
2: <laughs> I'm
1: getting everyone's middle name. It's okay. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Um,
0: well, uh, uh, welcome. Um, and uh, I guess how when what was the first ride you two did together? Let's go with that. Call the first <laughs> ride you both did together. Uh, so
1: I don't know if it was technically a ride, but the first time we were on bikes together was in college. So Matt had been cycling for. Yeah, pretty much all his life, mm-hmm. and um, I didn't really get on a bike as a kid all that much, but
3: which I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. It's too late now. No, I hon- s- honestly didn't know that until probably.
1: I got a bike. <laughs> no, 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 and
3: uh, no. It was honestly maybe like ten years ago. So
1: my sister had uh, like a ten-speed. Yeah. When I was a kid and okay. she crashed it like she didn't break any bones or yeah. anything but yeah. I was just like timid mm-hmm. after that. So yeah, Anyway, I, and I
3: only learned it in the process of one time <laughs> saying something to the effect of, you know, like we did like when we were riding bikes as a kid. <laughs> just as we're all like, mm-hmm. you know, out on a road ride. Yeah. And you literally said, "No, I don't know" <laughs> because I didn't ride bikes as a kid.
1: And I, Bike? Cause I think and I was like what yeah, yeah.
3: Bike? I was like what do you mean cuz I was like oh wait so that explains a lot I was like you know as a as a guy yeah you know that's an like integral part of your childhood is like especially when I grew up you know you just get on your bike and disappear yeah for eight hours mm-hmm. at a time to go and like do all sorts of whatever yeah. nonsense as a kid and I was like oh wait Girls aren't necessarily doing that. So.
1: So yeah, in college, I got a bike um, to try to like you know get more fit, get my health under control. Um, and so Matt's like, all right, let's go out for a ride. He had an mm-hmm. apartment in the fan. Okay. We jump on the bikes and he just zooms off, and I'm like, uh, there's a bus.
3: I would coming. also say <laughs> that I was in my twenties and I was an avid rider yeah. and
1: working in a bike shop
3: yeah and in hindsight had no concept of like how to tone it down yeah. right there was like one thing like you clip into yeah. the bike pedals mm-hmm. and it's full throttle heart like all out yeah and so i literally was like yeah come on let's go you know <laughs> 20 two-year-old me is like <laughs> what's wrong with you you know what's your
0: problem unfortunately so, it wasn't
1: not a great pedals but it was like a full-on road bike I yeah think it was not like a serata yeah 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 so it wasn't like you know your walmart so bike or um,
0: in, in your defense matt you're not the first person that that went on a ride with a partner and and didn't immediately think i should tone this down so you're you're not alone in that. So just, oh, I never yeah.
3: I never thought I should tone it. I never crossed my mind to tone it down, until way way later. I guess in this you know in the story, right? I mean, like, uh, like a decade later, yeah, at least. But eventually, you did. Yeah, I mean, I would say I would definitely say after the like you know when we were, we we were kids and it yeah. was like nah i don't know and i was like oh okay um okay that's a different perspective i was like oh it's kind of like a dickhead then way back in the day you know when i was just five blocks ahead of you and i was like what's your problem
1: the bus was like the deal breaker i'm like mm, not a little too close oh that's because <laughs> uh also
3: yeah i also was not one of those um conscientious cyclists as a you know, a twenty-something. I mean, um, cars were your enemy, and every other moving thing on the road, and you just went for it, right? So there were no You're lights, just, just weaving, weaving through the cars. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> or any,
1: you know, a break at an intersection or whatever. I didn't
3: stop. Never stopped. Lessons learned, so- <laughs> you know. Get a older, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah, that it didn't really with me you know i think we did a couple like just casual like around the fan rides i mean we
3: rode probably i would say this was so this is circa like 1994 okay right um both in college i was at vcu in the art department Mm -hmm. you were at university of richmond in the business department business school um we get together on the weekends and you know like uh Ride, ride bikes sometimes. You know, once in a while, like you would go with me, like to bike races or right. events yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but when we rode together, it was just kind of like you know around the city, okay, for the most part. A, a casual rides around the city, yeah. kind of thing. No, they weren't casual well, because I didn't move to Church Hill. Because I, okay. well, yeah. Also, like <laughs> after I lived in the fan, then I lived in Church Hill, and we were still like. You know, so I mean, of course, I'd be like, you know, we'd hill bomb down something and come around and come up the back of Churchill on Broad Street. Or by St. John's John's Church.
2: You know, and I would just (laughs) rocket
3: the thing and turn around and look and be like, where are you? You know, (laughs) so not awesome in in my my part in terms of like getting you psyched about it and getting you into it. In hindsight, it was not a good introduction to cycling. So that's, you know, that
0: Uh was that. But eventually... Uh, well, so more regularly
1: at that point i got a job in new york okay so we moved to new york city oh really okay um we took the bikes with us yeah even though our apartment was like barely 600 square feet but we took t- at least two if not three bikes with us wow. okay. we
3: took th- at least at least three bikes i don't think i took i didn't take the mountain bike that i had which
0: we have with the mountain bike you sold it, left it. At the time, I had a, like a, Klein. No, but bike. but what happened to it? If it didn't, if it didn't go. Uh,
3: I sold off a bunch of stuff okay. before we left to okay. go to New York. You know, to try just to pull together space, yeah. as much money. So we sold yeah. uh, both our cars. Um, I sold a bunch of bikes and bike parts, and we moved some stuff. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. but um, by and large, you just try to like pull as much. Cash together, together yeah. you know, to move up there. Because I didn't have a job, I just <laughs> went. I was like, "You're going, I'm going," and so
0: we just.
1: Which then, after a few months, you became a bike messenger,
0: <laughs> right? Bike messenger, really, in in Manhattan. Yeah, how long did that last? Uh, I
3: I did it for almost a year. Okay, about eight months, maybe, or something like, through the summer, fall, into like, I think I made it until February, maybe.
0: Okay. And I rode a few days in the snow. And, and you were just done? I well, got hit by a car. Okay, that seems like a stopping point. Okay.
3: So it wasn't a stopping point. That was just what, a day thing. It was just like a thing that but would happen. I was
1: actually, I was in consulting. So I was out of town in Chicago. He didn't tell me until I got back that he'd been hit by a car.
0: Well, the you thing didn't it- break anything, right? You just you got hit. Just his bike. You hit, the, you hit the ground. Your ego was bruised. But you could still get home without bleeding out. Mm.
3: No. Well, yeah, that's all true. It wasn't like a hospital event, but, um, I was going the wrong way up a one way street, um, in Midtown and there was an underground parking deck thing and a guy nosed out to nose his way into the traffic Mm. and just basically cut the lane that's, you know, next to the cars. And I, and that's something you do all the time. There's Mm. like, yeah because car you know in New York City it's that is really like the ground zero for uh, cars. your enemy yeah as a cyclist or you know even pedestrian or anything I mean you know um and so I went over the hood and I uh, was like laying on the ground and like when I you know I, when I could see again um there's all these people saying over me like you know a hundred people going like are you alright you're alright you're alright right. and um the guy that was his car, he gave me a hundred bucks and was like, sorry, here's a hundred bucks. Okay. And I was like, hell
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> Again, you know, yeah. I'm like, I guess I was like 24 or something, you know, this so was made of rubber still. Yeah. Young, didn't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. I was like my, you know, I mean, now I'm like completely different <laughs> perspective of that, of that type of situation. But at the time, yeah. you know, I was like, Ah, all right, well that's compensates me for what I would have made today, you know, and so then I like I think it basically bent my front wheel into a taco. And okay. I took the bike, you know, super annoyed, got on the subway, took the bike and myself back to Brooklyn, mm-hmm. got another wheel and went back to work that afternoon.
1: I think one of your bikes got stolen. So that was wow. the deal
3: breaker. It wasn't the car <laughs> accident. The deal breaker was that my bike got stolen outside of one of the uh drop points, you know, like really? during the day.
0: Oh, that sucks.
3: Yeah, because there's a different level of like <laughs> bike theft in New York City than there is anywhere else you'll ever live. Yeah. Okay. Um they just cut the frame.
0: They cut the frame?
3: Yeah. Yeah, you can put So when I went back out, I locked Wait. my bike and you know in new york you use these big giant locks yeah, uh, or that. Like no chain. no you use a big chain with square oh. links that you wear like a belt yeah put an okay. inner tube around it. it has a big drink machine lock on it yeah. or some kind of big you know lock you just like wrap that around a light pole around the top tube or okay. the front wheel on the top tube run in run back out it was like a five minute thing and the bike was gone the chain was still on the light pole oh. they just cut the frame <laughs> Yeah, they cut the wheel, they cut the frame, they cut all of it. It's really just for parts, right? They're just trying to get the parts. Oh,
0: that's so that was the end of that. That's when I was yeah, like, "You're <laughs> not the vice messenger, okay?" Yeah, um, yeah. Did you like it though? Did you, I mean, was it just like a mean? So it ends like I'm.
1: You learned the city, like you learned all oh, really? the streets. Yeah. So you, like, in order to, to become,
3: yeah, to become a messenger, you have to um, go take these tests. Okay. And the tests are like, um, and I, I interviewed at a couple of places before I got a job because I didn't know the city. Yeah. And so I kind of learned all the landmarks, the messenger landmarks, like mm-hmm. through the testing. Okay. Which it, was then. it sounds like a big thing, but this was in the course of three days, maybe. Okay. So it's like, you go and it's like, um, it all, the questions are dumb. It was like, what's at the corner of like the uh, wall and West Broadway? Okay. What building?
1: And this is like the late nineties. So okay. You don't have a phone,
3: right? Yeah. No, so I had a, no, pa- you know. I had a
0: pager. Yeah, there's no Google Maps there. No, the yeah. way the way you yes. worked
3: in those at that time is um the really high end companies had uh like Motorola mm-hmm. phone you know whatever yeah, two way yeah, yeah. two way phones. Oh yeah, and uh, the company that I worked for had um, pagers. So you basically well, you got a pager and then they've paid you, you go to the nearest payphone, which is on every corner, you (laughs) dial a 1-800 number and they tell you what to do, you'd write it down and pen, like on your manifest clipboard. Mm -hmm. Manifest is a fancy word for clipboard. Yeah, Write it on your clipboard, stick it in your bag and take off. And and the problem for me is that like, you know, when I moved to New York, uh, you know, it's kind of like, sort of like in my like, you know, um, fitness, heyday kind of as a kid or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, so I was fast young yeah. and fast mm-hmm. and so they would they recognize that real quick and then they would be like okay where are you now and it was like oh I'm on uh, like okay. Hudson and you know Hudson and Broadway and they're like alright well head on up towards Central Park and call us when you get up there and like so 10 minutes later I'd be like oh, I'm Central Park and they're like ah yeah. Jesus, oh,
0: you know uh, they're like how about uh, <laughs> this is my Alexa yeah. <laughs> Alexa stop um, <laughs> you know, they'd, they'd be like,
3: uh, "Well, you know, ride to 72nd and then give us a call." And it's so yeah. I
0: like didn't I? I didn't realize it. Like I was riding too fast.
3: You know what I mean? I just was like I was happy to be on a bike Possibly. all day.
0: Did you get? You, was it like an hourly pay? Or was it like per per message or something? You got it
3: per uh, per delivery.
0: Yeah, then I, I would ridden fast as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
3: so it's, so it's a, per a, delivery. A, so like it's the but more it's things, up down, up down. the more things you could deliver in a day. But the thing that was mm-hmm. an issue, I think, are the. It would have been cool if they had, like, stuff along the way. You know, I wasn't like, pick this thing up on 72nd, deliver it to, you know, Tribeca or Soho or something like that, which is the full length of the island, back and forth and back and forth. Okay.
0: So. Um, how long were you all to New York? How long, how till
1: long the summer of 2002. Okay. So about almost eight years. Okay. Um, so we were there for 9-11. We saw the towers collapse. Ooh. The city just changed
2: after okay. that yeah
1: um most of the people in our building were freelance so okay. a lot of them lost their jobs or people just reassessed their lives at that point yeah. and decided to move out of the city go back home or go to grad school mm-hmm. or something and um we drove the spring of 2002 we drove to <clears throat> moab utah because okay. by that point matt had an aftermarket four-wheel drive business so we went out there for an event and on the way we're like hey there's like a whole country out Mm -hmm. here and it's probably a lot cheaper (laughs) than New York so uh, maybe we'll just move back to Richmond Mm because we are both from here our Mm -hmm. families for the most part we're still all here Um, we'll move back to Richmond temporarily and then you know maybe go to Colorado or something Mm -hmm. but we didn't know anybody in Colorado we don't ski I personally don't like the cold <laughs> well i, I thought it'd be
3: awesome for cycling because you know before moving to new york one of the things that was kind of on the table was i was thinking about going to uh, the like pro mechanic okay. school that was okay. in colorado like in um i was in boulder or denver i don't remember but okay. you could go and become like basically take classes and become like a pro bike mechanic Oh, nice. And I was like, oh, that'd be cool to do for a while. Yeah. And you could travel around and go to all the big national events and be one of those guys like behind yeah. the tent yeah, working on the bikes and stuff. I thought that'd be awesome. Um,
1: so we moved back to Richmond, yeah. and then, uh, like I said, we were, we were here temporarily. Yeah. But then we bought a house.
0: Yes, yeah, it's not temporary. Yeah. It
1: uh, needed a lot of work, so mm-hmm. we spent quite a bit of time – uh, renovating that so I don't think there was a lot of cycling I still wasn't riding at that okay. point I think I sold my road bike while we were in New York because okay. I might have ridden it around Prospect Park a couple times okay. but that's about it and I was not going to ride on the streets in Manhattan
3: <laughs> right yeah I did some I did probably the first couple of years we were in New York I kept riding and kept you know tried to
0: connect with people chance did you do the Fibro Bike Tour? I mean, I suppose you were there. Oh, that wasn't even a thing. Okay. I don't
3: think it was a thing. Yeah, that wasn't a thing. Oh, so
0: really? Okay. No, that I never heard it? of it.
3: Okay. I <laughs> mean, you have now. Yeah, but yeah. At yeah. that point. No, at the time, the New York Marathon was a thing. Because okay. you know, we would go and watch that. But the, um, the bike tour, you know, nah, started, I right. mean, the cycling. There was bike racing oh. on the weekend mornings.
0: Yeah, okay, on, the, on the
3: bike, well, this would have been, like, when I was riding a lot, it would have been, like, 98, 99. Okay. There it's, was
1: some, like, track racing. I did, like I did a bike. little bit
3: of, yeah, so as a messenger, you know, um, you have a track bike, yeah. which I had a bike that was, like, fixed gear, no brakes. Um, Wait, single speed? Fixed gear. Fixed gear. So no brakes. Okay. Well, okay. Brake, right. you know, like, you just, like a track bike. Okay. Like a real track bike. Okay. So I had that and then um, that's what I worked on. And then uh, I also had a road bike, like a road racing bike, the same, you know, the bike that I had when I was living in Richmond. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that was kind of like my uh, weekend bike or whatever. And so I, you know, I just tried to connect with people there, which was a little bit different uh, strategy, you know, than it is now. Okay. So what you'd have to do is you'd basically like go to the bike shop yeah. and you would say hey <clears throat> um, looking to get in on some like rides with someone yeah um, you know and then, uh, do you have any customers that like are avid riders mm-hmm. and yeah. they, you know it's like not like not the old rich guy with the expensive shit but the dude that rides yeah do you have any dudes that ride yeah and so after doing that a few times I got connected with this guy Uh, And and it's hard in New York because people have very, uh, like, diverse schedules because of work. People are there for all different kinds of reasons. You know, so some people work at night, some people work during the day, you know, whatever. So I got connected with this guy that was um, like a regular road racer, you know, road rider. Like Like, you know, we all... No, now, yeah. you know, uh, which is kind of hard to find someone like that, honestly, there. Um, and so I had some really fun rides, like with that <laughs> dude. And then I remember um, one of the first rides when we finally got connected to go out on a ride, it was like a Tuesday morning mm-hmm. at like 10 o'clock. And he was like, well, we can ride today. And I'm like, yeah. this is a phone call, you know, hey man, I'm riding today. You want to ride? And I was like, yeah, yeah. So that ride was a, like, but that's the longest ride I ever, I've ever done in my lifetime. It was 137 miles.
0: How did you, did you like, when we you- We rode came...
3: from Brooklyn, from Prospect Park, across the bridge, all the way through Manhattan, all the way up to George Washington. the George Washington Bridge, over into New Jersey, and then
0: to Nyack.
3: Up along the Hudson to Nyack.
0: So when you met him, did you know it was going to be as far? <laughs> you just, like, you just kept riding I it didn't know happened.
3: anything about him. Okay. He showed up,
1: but you didn't know where you were going, right? You didn't I know, know, what know distance. Any, I didn't.
3: I was, you know, I was like, I race bikes. I know, I ride.
1: I think he said something like, you know, well, you got to get out of the city to get. Some yeah, it's like, well, we'll just yeah, like that, we'll have you to get out.
3: Yeah, <laughs> we'll just be a little. We'll just get out of the city, and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I was like, I don't know. Just show me what's up. That's all. I was yeah. like, once, once I, can, you know, I'd only been riding in the parks, right, yeah. Central Park or, you know, well, there was
1: yeah. another time you went on like. Long
3: Island Expressway, right? Was that the same guy? Same guy, yeah. Yeah. So this one. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, this one, like, we rode all the way. We're up in, like, New Jersey somewhere, like, up along the Hudson, like, up north of, like, Englewood, climbing something. And he's like, well, you know, just go to Nyack to his coffee shop. And I was like, all right, we'll just go there. We're already, like, 60 miles in, 50 miles. We're on the outbound, you know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah. And I was like, well, hey, man, you know, like, what's, where are you from? Like, what's your best? who the hell are you? You know what I mean? He's like, I like, well, you know, I mean, I haven't been riding that much. I, you know, but I did win the New York state climbing championship last year. And you know, that kind of thing. And I was like, all right, dude, whatever. So, um, but that was, you know, we did it. We rode up there and it was fun for a while. And we got back to, back into Manhattan and I think we're halfway down Manhattan I was like well you know I gotta like split off here (laughs) (laughs) I was was like I'll give you a call you know and like uh, so I remember getting I made it within about five miles of our apartment and it was an all-day jam you know and I made it within about five miles of our apartment and was just completely bonked out (laughs) and I remember pulling off at some deli and like crushing a whole Sub on the sidewalk, sitting on the sidewalk. And, uh, but yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, those are the, those are the that's like, a good memory. yeah, those are the good ones, right? Yeah. Those are the ones. So that's the, that's the longest one ever, you know? Would you do that kind of distance again? During that festive 500. Oh, yeah. I was going to try to beat that. Really? Okay. But then I was like, that's, that's ridiculous because it's not enough daylight. So yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I have hours in the yeah. day at that yeah. time. You know, that's that's something you want to take off and try to do Plenty of in flight. the summer when it gets like, no, nice. dark at 9 o'clock, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, um, um, so I was like, well, that's mentally, yeah, I'd like to do it. But then I was like, realistically, that's stupid. That's a stupid thing to start out <laughs> well, on.
1: Well, you'd be more prepared. You, no, right, well, yeah. You, you're, you're going
3: you, out for oh, it. I yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> think. I now. mean,
0: it's all mental, right? I mean, I think, you know, you're just like, I can do it. So, Bev, do you... Do you prefer the longer rides, or faster rides? Like, what kind of riding do you prefer to do now?
1: Um, somewhere in the middle in okay. terms of distance. I'm definitely not racy. I have no okay. interest in racing. Okay. So, I think I'm pretty consistent with my speed. Okay. Um, kind of regardless of the terrain. But, um, we both agree, like, if you're going to get, like, all suited up and go out, yeah. like, go out for it. Yeah, like, yeah. Granted, after work or as the days get shorter, mm-hmm. we do shorter rides. But, sure. like, I, because of how I got into cycling and the fact that it was mostly on the weekends, mm-hmm. it was like, all right, well, we've only got two days. So let's go and do as much as possible okay. in two days. So, okay. you know, I think most of the people I know who don't cycle but know that I do they'll yeah. be like oh you know like what? what's like an average ride like 20 miles or something and mm-hmm. I'll be like mm, like more in the like 40 to 60 range and they're mm-hmm. like what like you just mm-hmm. jump on your bike and go 40 miles I'm like yeah <laughs>
3: I think I think you've said a bunch of times like your ideal distance even though you've done long I mean I think probably your longest is maybe about 105 106 yeah. mm-hmm. but you've been like well the the ideal distance is like 75 Yeah,
1: especially for like an event. You know, mm-hmm. like I feel like when we register for an event, which we do a lot of events because that's like motivating and that sure. gives you something to that's, work, uh, for, to work and for. And it, it takes you to areas that you wouldn't necessarily ride in on a regular basis and you don't have to think about where you're going. All the turns are marked and whatnot. But, um, you know, if you if we do the 50, we're kind of like, I could have mm-hmm. done more. Right. But then the 100, like, you're in for it, right? Yeah. Especially if it's out west and it's a lot of elevation or whatever. So, yeah, like, for that type of event, I would say 75 to 80 would kind of be the perfect okay. range.
3: Um, That's when you still feel good when you finish. <laughs> <laughs> but no
1: matter the distance, that no. last, like, five miles, you're <laughs> just like, I want to be off this bike. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. done. I'm ready for this you're to be over. To yeah.
0: <laughs> Where are we doing this? Um. Yeah. Um. So you mentioned out out west. Like, what what were some of the favorite events you've done that weren't here? That weren't like here in central Virginia. Events, as opposed to just like going out to ride oh, somewhere yeah. Okay. So you, know, you registered and you went out. Um. Fall foliage festival is awesome.
1: Yeah. So that's still in Virginia. Stanton. That's in Stanton yeah. in yeah. like Oct- early October. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a three day event, I guess. We've done it four or five times now.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So we just go out there for the weekend mm-hmm. and.
0: It's hilly. Yeah.
3: I mean, so. it's in Stanton. It's it's. It's in Stanton.
1: Stanton Winchester. area. It's not
0: like big climbs. It's just there's there's some elevation gain. It's yeah. Up and either going up or down. So okay.
1: it's not like storming of thunder ridge. Okay. It's not like Mountain Mama. It's okay. definitely you know some ups and downs. Okay. But overall, you're gonna get some elevation. Yeah, it was sure. just
3: scenic, man. It's so scenic out there. That's the best, yeah. like, area. Um, and Mount Mama's really good. We've done that one a few times. That's in okay. West Virginia, okay. in Monterey. That's a good one. That one's got some... Is that still going? Yeah, yeah we, we just, just did, did it. it.
1: We've done it twice.
0: I guess we did it Mountains of Misery, I think, that one got canceled.
3: Oh. Mountains <laughs> of Misery is a different one. I
0: <laughs> yeah. don't, that's not, I don't think that's an advantage. Just the name okay. Yeah, it. that's, yeah, I, I knew one, <laughs> it was a mountain, uh, one or the other had been canceled yeah. or something like that. Um that's the one someone told me one time, like,
3: oh, yeah, man, you should definitely do it, especially before you need a triple.
0: I was like, what? What is it? Before you need a triple? triple yeah. Triple bypass. Three, oh. No, no. No, not <laughs> triple bypass. Three,
3: three chain rings on the front of your bike. Oh. Oh. You know, like, okay. an, like an old school uh, touring bike, you know, had the granny nice gear on the front, which I was like, you know, that's not even a thing anymore. This is obviously like a... An older cyclist, right. you know, that remembered when bikes could
0: possibly have three chain rings on the front. Yeah, I've never even ridden one. I don't think I even, I mean, I know that happened, but I don't even know if I've seen a triple. They had them up until like the early 2000s. Maybe. Like, I mean, even Mid-2000s. out on the road, like, I've not even seen anybody with one out on the road anywhere.
3: Not so anymore. Think, yeah. No, because now they have things like compact and mid compact mm-hmm. and giant cassettes in the rear and you know all this kind of you know before it's like the biggest cassette you could get was a 25 and so like you just get a you get three chain rings up front like a mountain bike yeah (laughs) so
1: so if we go outside of virginia because we do a ton of events in virginia for sure um particularly like west a lot in stanton lately but uh 2021 the mar- march of this year we registered for an event in Moab Utah mm-hmm. which ironically is where we drove to in 2001 when we started our escape plan for new york yeah um so march of 2021 after you know sitting at home because of the pandemic we're Mm -hmm. like all right we're just you know gonna get in the truck and well also a little bit of that like oh
3: remember (laughs) that time we drove across the country that was pretty awesome we should do that again and then literally like after like a couple of times maybe a couple of days yeah we were both like yeah, why don't we just do that? Well,
1: we registered for the event, and then it was kind of touch and go, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the COVID numbers are really high in Utah, and they had to cap it, and there was a risk of canceling it, and we're like, are we going to fly and rent bikes, fly and ship our bikes? What are we going to do? And then we're like, well, let's just drive. Like, fortunately, my mm-hmm. job at the time was pretty flexible, and I could take two weeks off, so yeah, um, nice. we drove from Richmond to Moab, Utah, and back. Um, over the course of two weeks. Okay, yeah. It was wait, quite uh, two, wait,
0: two weeks to drive there. Well, no. no okay, was we basically, it only takes a couple of days. We were okay.
1: in Moab for five days. Okay. So, however many days that was to get out, five days in Moab, and then back. Wow. Um, it was kind of a race to get back. We meandered out there a yeah. little bit, which was quite interesting. Our plan was to ride along the way like uh-huh. stop and ride or yeah. whatever but our first stop was Beckley West Virginia Okay. and it was like 30 degrees and Richmond was still pretty much on lockdown at mm-hmm. that point but yeah. West Virginia was wide open like no masks
3: <laughs> yeah
1: it was like covid okay. never existed yeah. so we didn't do much there yeah we
3: didn't we didn't and stay very then, long and uh, then mm-hmm. our
1: next stop was louisville kentucky mm-hmm. um and that was a ghost town
3: yeah okay. so that that we didn't we had just overnight one night then on to kansas city which kansas was city,
1: Kansas kind yeah. of
3: an overnight and then it really you know because i mean honestly like until you get out into like kansas or colorado it's still kind of familiar looking territory yeah so i don't really consider like it there's not a real change of landscape until you get really almost to like western uh kansas and then it's sort of like so you kind of want to get out there as fast as possible okay and do stuff out there you know because then it's like there 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 are hundreds of miles of dirt roads and there's um mountain you know whatever it just it's just like it's you you never you definitely feel like you're in a different part of the country okay yeah
1: and we actually took our gravel bikes even though this event in moab is called skinny tire because moab's known for mountain biking but like i said i don't mountain bike so so, um it was all road cycling for the event in moab but we took our gravel bikes Okay. knowing that we wanted to kind of do some, do some side stuff, yeah. trips and whatnot. So. Yeah, and
3: just that also there's the um, pretty high likelihood that the roads are not necessarily going to be, you know, it's not going to be like the Skyline Drive. They're what not going to be black pavement. Yeah. They just aren't out west. I mean, there's so many roads and so many miles. Um, and the weather. The road, yeah, the stuff. roads are pretty, um, there's a lot of that chip chip seal sort of pavement. But like it's not like we have here, but bigger, you know, bigger okay. rocks in it, and like uh, it's dirt, dirt mm-hmm. and dust, and there's a lot of wind blowing and sand on the roads and all that kind of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's just easier, and the it's, roads are cracked no, because which it's heat. You we
1: were not really expecting. Yeah. it's true. Yeah. <laughs> so it was March.
3: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and uh, we had only been to Moab like in the spring-ish kind okay. of, you know, May maybe april may and it was like 115 degrees or something when we were there in may and so i'm like well it's march it's, yeah it's close to cool. may yeah we be fine <laughs> yeah
1: so we're driving through denver and all the road signs are like warning blizzard coming so if you remember if you rewind to march of 2021 there was a huge blizzard in denver that shut down the airport for like three days
3: three feet of snow so (laughs)
1: fortunately we were slightly ahead of them so we got out of denver and um our next stop was like grand junction slash fruta
3: fruta colorado Colorado, yeah we stayed in fruta which um there's a thing in fruta which it we rode it's called the colorado national monument Mm -hmm. which is basically like a mini grand canyon Mm -hmm. um but it's a state park and it has this cool uh, switchbacking road that goes up. It goes across the top of this ridge and has a switchbacking road that comes down the other side and then you get out on the main road. But it's beautiful. It's like the terrain of like Moab, but it has like kind of like high desert vegetation on mm-hmm. it. Um, that, was, that was like an insane, beautiful ride. But we parked the truck at the beginning. We rode into the park and we do the thing. We're switchbacking up. It's not Here. many cars or anything. Yeah, I remember like we get up to. I just kept getting progressively colder because it is a lot of climbing, and so then we get to the top and it's like you know the wind's blowing and it's gray and there's like snowflakes blowing all over like like you know like the kind they're super dry and it's like yeah. confetti yeah and i was like it's snowing and you're like yeah it's snowing and i was like well you don't to put your vest on you know and i was like we didn't have anything for snow it yeah.
1: wasn't that cold though it was but pretty it cold was yeah. Snowing. Yeah. yeah
3: and i was like all right well because this is what i was like i think we're at the top and i was like pretty much like we you know i don't know whatever we did it was maybe like 4,500 feet or something like that, 4,000 feet of yeah. climbing. And I was like, I think this is the top. I was like, I feel like now it's going to be cold yeah, going down. Yeah,
1: because now you get to go downhill.
3: Yeah. So it's a little bit of like that sort of European cycling where you spend a lot of time climbing up one thing. Mm-hmm. And then you spend a lot of time going down the same thing. Like yeah. not in the same direction, but you just, there's a long up and then you get a long down, um, which I like a lot. How was
0: How was That's, the downhill on that thing? I mean, it's what you make of it, <laughs>
3: you know. I think you can just rip it as yeah. as much as you want, but you also don't know what's coming up, and you're kind of in a, you're on a trip, and you're out there by yourself in a remote area. So I mean, I feel like as as an older uh, cyclist, not you know, the, now not the I don't. You. No, know, I like want to like be a tad bit more cautious. You know? And there
1: was a tunnel. And I yeah, was so ahead of me, and he goes through the tunnel, and I just see him like slam on his brakes. I'm like, "What in the world?" And so I come out, and there are these—I think they're called pronghorn sheep. Yeah. Like all everywhere, like on the road, and I Which guess. Which are basically he is like wait
0: in the tunnel or outside once you got down yeah. outside the tunnel? Okay. Yeah, of the, the tunnel, tunnel okay. but then
1: on top, like they climbed on top. Uh, okay. on
0: the rocks, <laughs> and I mean they were like
3: they're basically the size of like something between like a deer, like a, a little bit. Thicker deer, okay. You know about that scale, just for reference. And there's like they're everywhere. They're because it's red rocks on the other side of the tunnel, and they're in the road. There's like guardrails. They're jumping over the guardrails, and I was like, oh boy. It's like that <laughs> so could, you, you know. So you do out. have to be careful, <laughs> right? Because there's other, you know, you're not going like to run into too in many animals <laughs> on the parkway or the Skyline Drive, but this I is, like is a little bit different. Yeah, you know, there's different things out there. Um, which is cool, yeah, so that was really fun, and then, you know, when we got uh, down to the bottom of that thing, it was very windy, so and windy, it was snowing, like, like blow, to stay upright. yeah, like snow blowing, and like, um, yeah, but anyway, it was a beautiful ride, it was yeah. really awesome, like the scenery's super cool, and it's kind of, you just make a big giant loop, you okay. know, so it's like a... Um, You climb a thing, and you're up at the top, and then you come back down. down And then
1: we saw on Strava that Lachlan Morton did it like in reverse, I think, the same day? Yeah, he did the same day, day which
3: is like that dude's one. I don't know if anybody knows who that is. um, Lachlan Morton is like uh, education first uh, rider, rapper rider. He's like the guy that um, did the Alt Tour, did his own Tour de France this year by himself. I heard about that. I didn't know the name though. I yeah. So he lives in Colorado, and okay. uh, so I don't know. I was kind of like, how how crazy would that have been? Yeah, right. Right. Crazy would that have been to like <laughs> run into that guy. pass him, yeah. like you know he's coming up and we're like ripping it down the thing. That would have been so cool, but uh, we had to stop and get a picture. Or something, <laughs> you know. But um, but yeah. So it's cool. It's a, so anyway. It's a it's a spot that if you're ever out there. It's not it's not to be missed because okay. it is an it's a maybe about a fifty mile loop through to Colorado. Yeah, it's great. Okay. All right. It's kind of on the border of um,
0: of Colorado and Utah on the on the eastern see. side. I shall I shall I shall look at it um, when I get it. I I have an interest in, in trying to ride in other places, you know. Um, oh yeah. And and finding and also that there hopefully is more to do than just riding in those places. Yeah. Um, but you know, finding out about cool places helps.
3: So, yeah. I think uh, as a quick rewind, I don't think you ever said exactly how you got back into cycling or got into it seriously after, like, sure. your first sort of, like, uh, <laughs> negative introduction mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, via my, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, lack player. of encouragement.
1: <laughs> yeah, good point. So, um, you know, after we bought our house and we did some renovation and stuff, we had guess a little bit of free time so mm-hmm. we um got like city bikes just to ride mm-hmm. around like mm-hmm. you know run errands
3: go mm-hmm. to the breweries go I was to brunch, gonna say by, by errands she means go to the brewery <laughs> so this is also about the time like when hardywood opened mm-hmm. and there was you know like breweries were like sort of a new right, thing coming up yeah yeah so it's like we kind of were like oh yeah now we can just ride, ride, ride bikes around, to those yeah. things like go hit the brunch and then go to the brewery and you know ride around
1: so that was, you know, just a, as a means yeah. to get somewhere, not okay. really for the fitness or anything, but mm-hmm. felt a little bit better about yourself, right? If you drink a beer and then ride right home. Yeah. a mile and a half home.
3: <laughs> and then we did, um, and then I think that kind of segued into stuff like the midnight, um, the Anthem tool.
1: Moonlight ride. Moonlight. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anthem, yeah. Anthem yeah.
3: Moonlight. Like yeah. yeah. Which, um. We did that a couple times on like single speed like city bikes because we did it in
1: jeans and it started raining and i think that was the last time we did it
3: (laughs) really okay (laughs)
1: like all right
3: yeah so that was you know that was cool and then i think Um, that sort of just you know i think Mm -hmm. at one point i was kind of like well you know you're getting kind of your uh you know getting your your, yeah getting everything Mm -hmm. you know through just sort of the idea of like commuting and city riding i was like you know um and i was starting to get back into uh riding you know for for fitness and yeah road riding okay. like for real and then uh
1: and then we did some trips where we rented bikes or borrowed bikes or something like we mm-hmm. went to portland and like the hotel we were staying in had bikes you could borrow so okay. we did that in new orleans we uh Rented. We went to rent bikes, and all they had were like beach cruisers. Okay. And I was fine with that. And Matt was like, "This is the
2: worst
3: thing." <laughs> yeah, I don't want to ride a beach <laughs> cruiser either. That's the first time I ever ridden a beach cruiser. <laughs> yeah. I, was, you know, it was like uh maybe, I don't know, what was that? Maybe 2010 or something, 2012. And yeah. I was like, it's the first time I've ever being on a beach cruiser, and I, I knew what they were,
0: but I'd yeah. never ridden one. <laughs> yeah. And I was
3: like, what a terrible bike.
0: Yeah. This thing is awful. Have you have you been on the? Um, I know you mentioned the. Um, wherever the commuter city bikes, you all have you been on the? I don't even know what they're called, but the bikes they have around the city, the, on the, the docking stations, have you all tried to get on those? You, you don't
1: know? did in Montreal, but
2: not.
0: Oh, I, we rode I've them. I've never in, been on a. City yeah, bike I went. Bike. I went like it's, with a group of guys. It's, it's odd. It's real <laughs> odd if you've been used to a road bike. I mean, I'm glad they're there. Yeah. But it's it's, it's odd to be on them when you're used to like the feel of a road. bike bike and being on those things like no. this so it, it made me think of that when you get to the beach cruiser yeah ahead. the be- i guess the beach cruiser is just kind of like
3: a. in new orleans it's a thing that people don't if you don't ride a bike you can ride it mm-hmm. or something you know but um
1: i think i had a basket on the front
3: it Maybe. did yeah i had a basket it was <laughs> and they gave you they gave you like those like terrible like burn no offense if anyone has a burn helmet but <laughs> yeah. those It looks like a base bike and a bat of baseball, but you're wearing a helmet. Mm -hmm. Like it's a batting helmet, but it's for bike riding. (laughs) But they gave you one of those. I was like, God, this is just dorking it all the way around. (laughs) We're on beach cruisers. No handlebars are like dumb and wide and foam on them. I was like, this is so stupid. And so uh, the next
1: time we went to New Orleans, several years later, I think was uh, for Jazz Fest. Okay. And we're like, well, we'll just rent bikes. There's like an actual like bike store. We're not gonna rent it from the travel place or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so we walk in, and the guy's like, Oh no, I had a high demand. Like totally out. Totally out of bikes. Totally out of bikes. Except for these road bikes, but I'm sure you don't want these. And we're like, No, we'll take. I was like, No, that's actually (laughs) that's actually what we do want. I
0: was like, We want those. (laughs) Were they a good fit? The road bikes? And I think they, they look like they were like
3: bikes are in for repair that oh, they right. just rented us. I don't know, but um, they <laughs> Man, were drop right. handlebar road bikes. They were reasonable. So okay. I was like, oh, that's cool, you know. Um,
0: Have you all flown with the bikes? I you, you, you've driven with them. So, yeah.
1: Them? Um, so we've shipped our bikes okay. a couple times. Okay. We, um, we, for a couple years in a row, we went to a music festival okay. in Austin, Texas. Okay. So a couple years, we shipped our bikes out there either to like the airbnb we were saying and at that was that was pretty much a, bike shop.
3: again like just city bikes like we had single yeah. speed okay. you know just kind of like um yeah just single speed city bikes that yeah. you know kind of back to that vein of like something that is nice and fun to ride but mm-hmm. also you wouldn't be heartbroken if it got damaged stolen or damaged, damaged or you know just kind of a beater city bike would you use to, to ship the bikes so that apartments. so the way we did that which is a um would be my recommendation is i actually call like so port uh, portland austin all these different sort of like other cities mm-hmm. you know they have all different types of bike shops they don't yeah. just have a bike shop that does road racing mm-hmm. Um, or mountain biking but they also have ones that just do track bikes and fixed gear bikes and city bikes and stuff like that so we found one of those types of bike shops it's called like uh fast folks which was in like uh east austin so sort of like a hipster kind of bike shop that just has coffee and track bikes and so i called them and was like hey we want to ship our track bikes to your shop yeah and they were like yeah so that was how we did it we just i just called them and i was like i want to do this i want to ship them to you because you know i worked in a bike shop for yeah. a few years as in college and i was like yeah bike shops get ups boxes. deliveries all the time yeah. you get bike yeah. boxes all day long yeah so yeah it was very easy and we just flew there took like a uber to the bike shop mm-hmm. and then uh you know bikes were there. picked the bikes up nice so what was it like fedex ups you- um so that was probably just a UPS shipment at the time okay but now there's a uh, website that's really good it's called bike flights okay not an endorsement for them but oh, okay. they're good so basically it's just they only ship bikes and bike parts okay um, and so you can use that if you sell bike parts you okay. can just create an account okay um, and I think it's gotten more fancy now like they will sell you a specific box. box like a cardboard type of box and okay. packaging um, but, but you can also use your own box or, you know, like if you sell something on eBay or Facebook Marketplace, yeah, you can use bike flights um, and it's a discounted rate because it's literally just for, for uh, bicycle wheels or frames or full bikes or whatever. So that's okay. a good way to do it. Okay, So that's what we use the most, that's what we've been using the last few years is um, we have our own hard cases okay. for the bikes, okay, which are, sounds fancy, but like just bought them on the cheap like yeah. on you know whatever uh, eBay or Facebook marketplace yeah and uh, you know you those things are like a, a pro tip is that you can get those dirt cheap because everybody buys them thinking they're gonna be traveling all over the world with their bike
2: they do and one they, trip, they do
3: one trip and it sits in the garage it's like the yeah you know it's like those toolie boxes that go on the top of your roof rack they're like everywhere mm. yeah you know used so yeah we got a couple of those
1: and the other good thing is you can put your kit in there, you can mm-hmm. put your water bottles, your shoes, all that stuff so you don't Helmet. have that in your bag yeah, that you're flight, flying yeah. with.
3: You put everything, put all your gear in there for the week or however long you're staying. Nice. Tools, um, zip ties, tape, your uh, return labels. You put everything in the box and mm-hmm. ship it all. Nice. You just got to figure out where to, like a destination. Right? So we've been
1: fortunate, like I said, the two times in Austin and then 20, April of 2019 we went to California and yeah. we have a friend um, that Matt knew from cycling here mm-hmm. that now lives out there so we flew out there shipped our bikes to him mm-hmm. they did an event out there and then he shipped our bikes back while we continued on to San Francisco nice. to visit one of my friends and then we flew home and our bikes you know, nice. met us here uh, we just recently went to Palm Springs and mm-hmm. Joshua Tree. Yeah, some other friends were out there for the month for work, and her parents happened to live out there. So mm-hmm. all four of us shipped our bikes to her parents. Oh, nice! <laughs> yeah. And uh, they took care of getting them back.
3: Yeah, so that's that's the way you do it if you're shipping it. You find you, you know, and that, and on that bike flight to... site, you you just basically say like whatever. I've got a surface bike case. Mm-hmm. It's like a drop down. You just click it, and then you say it weighs like fifty pounds or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about I, I think it's maybe seventy five bucks each way to California. That's not bad. So that's about, about the bad max bad. you're gonna see. It's about seventy five mm-hmm. bucks.
1: Which is way more convenient and probably cheaper than trying to fly with it.
3: Mm-hmm. I
0: mean,
1: we have never flown with our bikes.
0: in the plane, yeah.
1: Uh, we went to Italy, and we went to like an all inclusive bike hotel mm-hmm. so people are like oh did you take your bikes and we're like no possible way like mm-hmm. to fly from richmond to italy mm-hmm. no <laughs> like some of the planes we took like you could barely get a carry-on much less a bike so yeah, uh, yeah. So it so you, just wasn't worth the hassle rigid the
0: bikes when you got there
3: yeah right yeah the um the one in Italy specifically was um, the Garda Bike Hotel, which is quite famous now. Um, it's in Lake Garda. Mm-hmm. So basically you fly into Milan or...
1: Well, we actually uh, went to the UCI Worlds beforehand mm-hmm. in Austria. So yeah. we flew in... In Innsbruck.
3: Yeah. yeah. So we flew into Munich, Germany. We took a shuttle van to Innsbruck. Mm-hmm. Which sounds like again sounds like high dollar, but <laughs> I would fair. say that it was it was like fifty bucks a person.
1: It's a very popular route because a lot of people do it for skiing. Mm-hmm. So they'll fly into Munich with their skis, okay. and then they need transportation mm-hmm. to Innsbruck. So. This is
3: just some like stuff we stumbled onto online trying to research because you know we'd already done the whole process. Like so, when the UCI Worlds were here in Richmond, mm-hmm. I think like for most people that had any interest in bikes yeah, in any capacity, it mm-hmm. was like the greatest weekend of your adult life. Yeah. You know, I mean, you were just like, Oh my God, I've been transported to Europe yeah. and this is insane. And this is never, this is the pinnacle. It's never going to get yeah. better than that Sunday on libby hill with Mm -hmm. a million people and all it's like being at the olympics and everything all at one time i
1: would say that was inspirational for me too because at that point i was still pretty casual but i was like this is pretty cool and there's like a whole community and
3: And plus seeing like the people are
1: really fit the women (laughs) plus
3: seeing the women's racing like there was like the you know all the different women's categories and pro
0: women you know i think it gives and i worked downtown when that race was happening i worked at like um in Maine, it's yeah, I'm building there, worked there, and I remember them saying, like, oh, yeah, there's gonna be the races today. Like, you know, everybody used to go home, it's like, yeah, I'm getting out of here, like, I'm not gonna stay out here for this. Downtown's closed, and I remember being super happy to drive out of there because at the time I hadn't gotten into biking, yeah. but now I'm like, I wish I'd stayed and yeah. had that memory. Yeah. And so many people I've met who were, I mean, unfortunately, for the
1: city did not do that event justice, you know. I've heard. When we went to Innsbruck, we were like, this is like so awesome wouldn't this be great if we had this in our city and they're like wait we did
3: like, <laughs> yeah we just had this two had years this, ago
1: but it, it is completely different i yeah. mean the
3: well i mean you know again i mean other than people that participate in cycling it's not like football or baseball we don't have national pride around it's like, it's like, uh, cycling yeah. like or, or our long, you know we don't have those sort of um youth cycling programs where the kids graduate all the way up through the ranks you know mm-hmm. like as a, a junior and then being like a u23 rider and then being you know like a new pro and then getting on a team and just yeah. so, you know there, there's a some personality aspect to it uh, where, where you know so and then it's uh, you could definitely tell like in Innsbruck but you know like there's a you know the Italians like oh my god I love the Italian you know the Italian it's riders the or the Belgians <laughs> or the yeah. you know whatever so there's a lot of national pride around it and since it's you know when they're in europe like that and all the different uh fans it's a yeah. huge fan sport right so it's yeah. a lot of, and especially in the world's format where it is in a center city yeah um closed loop basically mm-hmm. and then people can uh see it pass oh, by like multiple yeah. times mm-hmm. um, so you know it's really it's reinforced but it was also great that i think uh, when we met people and we told them that we were from Richmond, um, even in Europe they were like, oh, well my boyfriend was there to race that race and he loved Richmond. and he like, you yeah. know and, and also, ironically, like uh, kind of in the interim of that, right? Didn't we go then go to like France? Yeah. So between the 2015, and the 2017 Worlds, so like the 2015 mm-hmm. were here,
0: yeah, 2017 were Innsbruck. Yeah. In
3: the interim of that, uh, we took a trip to France. And like in France, we went into a store where they had like all of these. Oh, right. It was the Cafe uh,
1: de Cycliste in Nice. Yeah, they had oh, all no, the. No, no, no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. It's
3: like, I think it was in like Saint Tropez or yeah. something. They had all this clothing store had all of these. um
1: Richmond sweatshirts. Sweatshirts
3: with Richmond on them. <laughs> and I was like. Look at this. This is weird. This is like a Richmond, France or something like that. Mm -hmm. And the woman was like, no, this is in America, you know, or something. And it's basically like because... Like the cycling had come to Richmond, yeah, it became like this sort of exotic destination for like French people to like wear a sweatshirt that said Richmond because they had really? cycling there, the which we hands. thought was the craziest they thing. Thought, yeah, they had yeah, a different like perception of Richmond. We literally were, we're, like, we're like, like, we're like, look. we're from there. Like, yeah. look at this. We like pulled out our driver's license, and they're like, no, you're not from there. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay. But then
1: there was the girl and um, the cafe cafe de cyclist that her boyfriend yeah i've been in the richmond race mm-hmm. right uh, but we did not ride in france that was just a
0: you just it was a, solid a race road trip it was, yeah um but, but
1: then,
0: yeah
1: yeah back to la garda
0: yeah right. to lake
3: garda yeah so once we did the um the worlds which are like awesome it was right. super <laughs> awesome yeah um then we took the train uh kind of through that little piece of switzerland like down into um italy northern italy to like uh verona nice and then yeah. the um the bike hotel like brings a van this is a big thing in italy <laughs> like, they bring a sprinter van and they come pick you up at the train station and take you to the hotel um because we had you know we looked at all these uh you know i was like you know uh bucket list thing right of like, like wanna, i want to go to italy go to winery to winery yeah. and- yeah, I was going to go to Italy and like ride bikes or something, you know, and then you start looking at it online. You're like, oh God, like $5,000 a person. You're like, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be doing that. <laughs> this is much different though. And I don't, I don't know what it is now, but... And this is the, the bike hotel. Yeah. Okay. This is called Garda Bike Hotel. It's like right on Lake Garda. And um, basically, it's a pretty unique experience um, because... You're paying to stay at the hotel, which is a couple hundred bucks, maybe 200 bucks a night or something. And then you like add on like a cycling package. It's just something they have there. Mm -hmm. And I want to say like for a week to go there and stay there with all your meals included, everything except alcohol included, Mm -hmm. um, with bike rentals and everything was maybe. 1900 bucks for two people for a week. For a week? Yeah. Didn't
0: seem bad out of the country. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, is, yeah. With the food included, yeah,
1: and the food was amazing. Like three people, meals yeah. a day, plus all your snacks on the rides. Um, they do your laundry, <laughs> not your like full-on laundry, but your kids. All your like, cycling laundry.
3: They give you worth a, a give you. you a jersey. Yeah. Actually, get a jersey. Yeah, they give you yeah. a jersey, a couple they, of water bottles. It's is it's is really. Jersey?
1: Yeah, we still wear them today.
3: Yeah, still so got it. That's and
1: I bought the shorts on. to match. Nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> awesome. Um,
3: But that was like uh, that was cool, you know, because it's not, um, you know, it's not. um, We so I think in preparation to do something like that, we were like, "Uh, "What if we're like the slowest people?" Mm -hmm. You know, or the other end of the spectrum is you're like, "What if we're the fastest people?" Right? So you kind of worry that like what is it going to be like right mm-hmm. i mean are you going to be at a pro training camp or are yeah. you going to be at like the 70 year old grandma ride with all the people right mm-hmm. so you just wonder you're know, like i don't know tool so around between wineries
1: was, every day they had two or three options okay and you just chose that morning which okay. one you wanted to do okay and they were all out and back okay. so even though you wouldn't have been able to navigate on your own there's also a support vehicle for most of them so if you did need to come back so they have
0: did they have someone ride with you like a tour guide
1: guide they had
3: sort of a yeah guide and a tail gunner type of person so the
1: first day we chose a pretty aggressive one cuz we're, only, yeah, we, we're we had some discussion i was like let's go with the easier one and then tomorrow we can upgrade he was like mm, let's go with the more aggressive one and tomorrow we can downgrade if need be hey <laughs> you know i would have gone you know bigger the
0: first day as well
1: so, so we did
3: 90 miles and 9,000 <laughs> feet of climbing wow
1: that okay. was the
3: bigger one yeah. yeah and
1: so but like right out of the gate like <laughs> insane you know we were the only americans There were people from Germany, from England, from Italy, and it's like, okay, good morning, let's go.
3: It's like, oh, get your your ham sandwich, (laughs) get your ham and cheese baguette out of the cooler right there, put that in your jersey, and make sure you have two water bottles, and let's all go to the parking lot, and we're out of here.
1: And we had arrived the night before so okay. we got there in the dark pretty much yeah. so this is the sun's coming up and i'm like looking around and i'm like i've never been to italy this is beautiful i'm trying to like look around and they're just like shh, 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 you know go 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 and then we stopped for like a rest stop or whatever and the um the guide was like well we have to make the ferry that's why we're going so fast because we have to make the ferry, And if we miss it, then we all have to just sit there for an hour. So, so I wanna let's go. S- I want to say it was probably,
3: <laughs> and this is, you know, in your defense, I mean, this was kind of, so it was 2019?
1: I think there was only 18? one other woman on that ride and a, she had been there like eight times. Was it like 20,
3: 2018, 20, 20, 19? Um, when was it?
1: 2018.
3: 2018. So you, you had been riding, um, like, like more, like real, you know, more like, like you know, you were on like your, like first real carbon fiber road bike, mm-hmm. you know, and like ramping up and we had put in a lot of effort. I want to say this. So this was in October. And so we put in a lot of effort that year leading up mm-hmm. to it, you know, yeah. but at that time a, a lot of effort was a few thousand miles um and you know you're getting Still better and getting faster and stuff like that and this was kind of you know i remember and a,
1: not really riding in groups you know no
3: you, and I, we'd just only just a, two of you yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. or and you, maybe
1: a couple other friends fellow uh, cyclists and
3: but, so you know i was like you know i remember we were kind of doing the like uh you know oh here we go we're going to italy like next week last chance workout we're gonna do this long one <laughs> even though it's like cold and raining today we're gonna ride anyway you know mm-hmm. and so i mean i felt like we were as prepared you know or you were as prepared as you could be um and but we
1: took, we took our saddles we took our
3: yeah, uh,
0: yeah you take your
1: pedals yeah. and our shoes and so the hotel you didn't have to like yeah. you could have gotten everything from them yeah. but from a comfort level yeah, i would go to take the saddle sense. Uh, i was like at least there's some known factors yeah
3: there. and <laughs> so the bike hotel Garda bike hotel like they partnered with Pinarello, and so you can rent um you get like a you basically just get a Panarello with like Ultegra okay. 8,000. Yeah, yeah. know, and that's the basic. And then you can get up to like, at that time, I think the that might have been like in the year when they had the Dogma mm-hmm. 12, maybe. Okay. F10 yeah. or F12. You could get that with like electronic dura So you, you could get the full wide range. Oh, nice. You just okay. paid a different price. And I was yeah. kind of like, well, really you just want to have a bike that's exactly on par with what you have and so there's a, a sheet you fill out with all your measurements and you send that to them in advance so the bikes are set up and ready when you get there all they have to do is both seat on and yeah. then make any like minor adjustments seat height or whatever but you basically just tell them like you know hey like um, give them some uh, description of what you ride mm-hmm. but basically they want some things like the measurement from the center of the front hub to the bar from Mm -hmm. the bar to the tip of the saddle, from the top of the saddle to the uh, crank center or the bottom bracket, you know, just that basic geometry. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So the bike fit was spot on and we literally jump out on the road and it's like, boom, 22, 24 mile an hour pace line in Italy, like with Ferraris and shit flying by you (laughs) and trucks and like everything. And it was like, Maybe like you said, there was one woman who was up at the front, and then you know I pretty much rode on the back because I was like, well, you know, I'll just
0: sort of, you know. Go. And and everybody there was like, they seemed like they were pretty experienced cyclists. Like everyone there in the group, uh, if, yeah. if they're doing the ninety. I would imagine they're they yeah. Experienced. Um,
3: and I think it was pretty much. It's very interesting to me that. Um, you could get a group of maybe 20 people together, That's probably 20 yeah. of us. Mm-hmm. You could get about 18 to 20 people together that didn't speak the same language mm-hmm. and they'd never met before, but you know, could immediately jump together and like ride yeah in a group. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like all the same signals yeah. and
3: everything. So you know, I think at everything a certain level courteous. of cycling there's like universal hand signals and yeah. stuff like that. Um, I would say different from, say, like, club riding. Yeah. It's not something that requires call-outs and chit-chat and all mm-hmm. that garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is bike riding. This is like you ride your bike. <laughs> if there's something on the side of the road, you point, point it out. out. Yeah. But you don't point out every crack, pebble, nut, <laughs> yeah. twig. Cobblestone. Cobblestone <laughs> yeah. Stop sign. There's no slowing, stopping, mm-hmm. starting. We it's don't speak go. the same language. Yeah. Okay. Um, really really awesome experience in that regard that you could just jive with you know you had met yeah a just bunch of other folks yeah. and you know everyone's doing the same thing it was very like you know i mean i think
1: very supportive um i mean the guides as well as the other cyclists mm-hmm. a lot of camaraderie
3: yeah we made it to the ferry we jumped on the ferry <laughs> uh when you know we crossed lake garda then we got on yeah, was whatever. The, so you do some look. was the ferry at the end of the ride? No, no it was like oh, no. <laughs> within the first 30 minutes or something. Okay. So we had to, to ride we had to ride like maybe 15 or 18 miles or something like to get okay. to the ferry. Wow, okay. <clears> he <throat> crossed the lake and then on the other side is the mountains. And then it was really cool because like you know the mountains in Italy are just sort of almost like stairs. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: the grade was very reasonable. So if it's so going it
3: to be a 6%, like... it's going to be 6% grade. You're just going to do, like, you know, depends on how tall the thing is. You might do 10 switchbacks. You might do 20. Okay. So, but 6%. Yeah. I mean,
1: I've realized cycling is very mental, you know. Like, I can easily psych myself out. And particularly mm-hmm. if you turn a corner and you just look and it's a straight-up wall. Yeah. And so, fortunately, this was not – there was one case the second day. But the first day, it was, you know, just sweeping turns. Yeah and so you're like all right i can see the end of this and i make a turn i can see the end of this and so it was very reasonable and pleasurable I
3: guess.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah and then, it's then i think that's stressful the
3: only real rules were you know don't don't pass the guide on the downhill okay you know sense, so yeah. they don't because they're like basically you don't know where you're going yeah and the roads in italy are a little unpredictable yeah they are also
1: tunnels tunnels are not my favorite thing if you hear a theme uh, here, I, yeah, and there I were some said. tunnels with traffic <laughs> in yeah. them at the same time
3: yeah um i did it yeah and and then this, you know yeah so that was good so we didn't
0: we didn't need to downgrade
1: so the second day we were gonna take it easy we were just gonna do the casual like city ride
0: so 90 miles nine thousand feet of climbing first day second yeah. <laughs> day what, but then what you,
1: you know you have your awesome like three or four course dinner and mm-hmm. some wine and hang out at the bar with the other guests mm-hmm. and then you're the like, British All right. we
3: were hanging with the British they, <laughs> tomorrow they were uh, awesome they're, they're very we're still we're still we're still yeah they're very dry <laughs> they're very sarcastic um,
1: and we talked a lot about the roads we talked about the fact that particularly in Virginia mm-hmm. Like I said, the roads are just straight up, right? Like, there's not that sweeping turn. Mm -hmm. Kind of all this. Oh, the same way in the UK. And we're like, yeah, makes sense.
3: (laughs) Well, the guy was like, oh, any of the, he's like, he can always tell, like, the roads that were built by the Romans, because he's like, they have even grades, and they switch back. He's like, the ones the dumb British built just go straight up the mountain and I was like well, we are brittled with those in virginia and i was like so thank you and he's like yeah he's like that's us that's that's what we did because we don't know anything we just came over there and built our same dumb roads right up the side of the hill
0: I didn't think about that Sweet very funny so
1: the second day we're like all right we're going to take it easy and we're just going to do this like city ride like yeah. tourists you know stop and see the sights or whatever and the guide from the first day, who's like a co-owner of the hotel, I think, came over to us at breakfast, and he's like, so, what are you guys doing today? And we're like, yeah, we're just going to do the city one. He's like, "Uh, you're going to be bored. You're going to hate that. Don't
3: do it. Come with us. And he's
1: like, I know you probably don't want to be with Americans, like you came to Italy to like escape, but uh, this other like cycling group from New Jersey, the only other Americans in the hotel. It was a a
3: cycling. It was club club folks, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. From like their cycling club in New Jersey, yeah. Who Mm -hmm. had all come together,
1: yeah. And so they uh, they were doing this special tour to the cheese farm,
3: okay. Which was on Monte Baldo, which is so there was two rides that day. There was like a the full Monte Baldo, which goes up to like the top of the mountain where it's like some sort of radio tower observatory. It's a crazy climb. And then this one went three-quarters of the way to some sort of high-elevation cheese farm. It's on the same road, but just doesn't go all the way to the top. And the guy's like, well, after the And then, che-
1: then it's all downhill. Back.
3: And cheese farm just means, like, it's a little farmhouse that, like, they do some dinners, and it's very, like, rustic mm-hmm. country. They made
1: everything. Like, they raised and farmed
3: just looks like the like you would imagine like a, where the swiss miss would live or like okay. the alpine <laughs> alpine hut or something you know but it's like awesome so but to get to get there, to get there, were there steep
1: yeah. long hills there were i think there was like a 75 80 year old man in that group i feel like, he, so I was like if he, he was he can like do the, it, i can do it <laughs> yeah
3: that guy was probably the dude that paid for all of it but um And then there was
1: one person who took the van all the way up, and then she rode down. Yeah, so
3: they have a support van that goes. So, you you know, because it's really cold up there, you can throw your jacket or vest Mm -hmm. or your, like, uh, tennis shoes or whatever in the van. And the van will meet you at the top when you get there. And so we rode on some bike uh, paths and some back roads. And then, you know imagine like you're up kind of on the parkway or like the skyline drive and you see the mountains with all the trees and you see these houses that sort of dot Mm -hmm. the high hillsides yeah and you're like oh that's cool like how the hell do you get to that house yeah (laughs) yeah well there's houses like that there but there are these sort of halfway paved sort of gravelly roads that switch back and they're just very rural roads yeah. you know and they only right. go to like a couple houses but they they zigzag up the side of the mountain um so instead of going up the main what i would classify more like a like a highway or parkway um we went up the mountain road like zigzagging up the mountain with the tour guide with a whole group, the whole a group whole group of right, people right. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean it was um and then you'd pop out onto the highway and then you do the last part on the highway with guardrails, mm-hmm. and then get to the to the cheese farm thing, which was super cool, and then you hill bomb it back down to
0: the to the town. But it wasn't
1: just cheese; it was homemade gnocchi and it was grappa and. Yeah, it was awesome. Deliciousness. What's the gnocchi? The, I think I've heard. Well, of this. some I was about to say it's potato pasta, but it's actually not any potato in it whatsoever. This
0: is called potato pasta.
1: Well, I think in the U.S. they make it with potato, but they took us on a tour and like talked about the whole process and remember i think it's like kind of the skimming off of the top of that could be totally wrong but like the top it's of the ricotta okay and they make that into a pasta mm, but then they fine. add more cheese it's just heavy pasta it.
0: okay it's heavy but little knots you knot.
1: recognize it in the grocery store it's like a little like, i
0: avoid all
3: cheese <laughs> it's like a little knot pasta you know but anyway, so that, if you ever get, and that, you know, and we did three, three days of cycling there. Mm-hmm. How long the, was it a trip though? The
1: third day was like back around the lake,
3: I think. The third day was the, like the hardest. Cause it was like the most people, it was also very long. Um, and then it was more, it seemed to be more racy. Yeah. Like the group stretched out mm-hmm. really far. Um, it
1: was a much bigger There were
3: four, group. I think there were, we, I think we did four days there. Cause then like, I remember the last day, like we were the the British guys, like the British guys were like really there to ride. They were riding yeah. to ride hard, you know yeah. what I mean? And so they were like trying to be on the front and all this stuff. And it was like the two guys were experienced and they had a the, kind of their buddy that was kind of newer to cycling, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, during the trip, I mean, I kind of basically rode a lot with, with whatever your pace was. Like if you were at the back of the group, I was just at the back of the group, right? And so in the evenings when we kind of like hang out at the bar and they'd mm-hmm. be telling battle stories and all that sort of stuff, you know, be like oh you know yeah blah blah blah. And um, they were like, well let me follow you on Strava. And I was like, oh, okay cool. And then uh and then so like the final day like they were all kind of at the front of the group and I just remember like um, I was like well let me go see what the British guys are doing and I like rode from the back of the group up to the front. Yeah. And they were up there you know just and they were yeah. like where'd you come from? I was like oh this is from the back and they're like oh. Okay. All right. And then, uh, (laughs) and then that night at the bar, they were like, uh, they were like, kind of trying to imply that like I was sort of sandbagging the week or something like that. Really? Nah, man. I was like, you know, I was like, uh, I was like, you know, a good thing to remember is it's not always about like, it's not always like what you can do. Yeah. You know what? Like what you're doing at the moment is not necessarily indicative of like what you're capable of doing right, right? Yeah. it's like so that's yeah. also a good thing i think for people to remember when they're out cycling you know um we always joke it's when we're like we're kind of coming back into town from a ride and there's somebody like racing us like by the Seven <laughs> Eleven, and i'm like <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i'm like all right dude you know it's like we're at like mile 75 yeah. we've been out for like three hours three and a half hours or something yeah. you know four hours and you just rode up from the bottom, you know, <laughs> to Leburnham and back or something. I'm like, <laughs> it's fine. I mean, it's not, it's not that impressive. You
0: know? That that happens on that little section from um, when you pass the Seven Eleven coming back. That little straightaway. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah Straight that's definitely where people will try to try to, to pick up the speed there. Yeah, they're showing, um, showing you what's so up. The other good thing about would you do would you Corbin. do the trip again?
1: Absolutely yeah i was just gonna say the other we've tried to do it we've
3: been trying to do it for like three years straight yeah <laughs> like covid won't go away so i mean first when italy was like really hit with covid we we're like oh no not yeah. the bike hotel we're like <laughs> we're like this is ruining it i was like we're never gonna get to go back and then uh yeah, they, closed down for yeah a while. they were closed um, and like i follow them on instagram and like they send me emails and specials and all this kind of stuff and i was like oh we are not gonna get to go but there's
1: gel- like a gelato stop and it's a- Espresso stop, okay. at least one.
3: Pretty much on, on every, every ride. ride. Really? So I mean,
1: that's a good thing to work into <laughs> any ride.
3: So, so you do. know, from done. that like trip and kind of you know, we we went and we did it with guides and we saw sort of how it goes, right? Mm-hmm. And we were kind of like, well, all right, um, well, where else could we go and do yeah. the same kind of thing? And we started looking, and it's like there's not really a way to recreate that type. of of experience because there's not that, you know, yeah, it's, it's exact weird. hotel. We have
1: other hotels elsewhere in Italy, primarily. Okay. Yeah, so we could do another one of those. Okay, maybe? but it was a
3: good like, um, I think it was a good insight into, uh, you know, sort of what. Well, I was like, well, you could do the same thing, you just wouldn't have the support van. Yeah. Or you wouldn't have the other people, and I was right. like, you know, but um, does that feel worth it? We could still do the same thing. So then you know we start looking around at different options and uh, you know every thing that i looked at like my kept coming up and i was mm-hmm. like my orca my and you know and that's sort of like a another bucket list like rite of passage type of place right mm-hmm. there's all these you can see all sorts of cool rides there
0: um where's you know, like, my wait where's i heard of my so where, where roughly is it on the planet? If you're if you're in Barcelona and you go
3: straight south into the Mediterranean, okay, it's an island right there in the middle of the in the Mediterranean in the Mediterranean. And oh. so there's Majorca Palma
1: is the airport.
3: Yeah, there's Majorca, and then Ibiza is next to it.
0: Ibiza.
3: Um, and so yeah, we were like, well, why don't we just go there? Why yeah. wouldn't we just go? And we're like, well, how do you even get there? And so we started looking at that. <laughs> and then we're like, again, I'm like reading all these. Because it's a big, you know, again, from my uh, three British friends from the Garda Hotel. I mm-hmm. uh, follow on Strava. And they're always taking like holiday mm-hmm. vacay. They're in Spain or something, riding at bikes. Least one of them's retired. So and I'm like, I was like how do I do that how am I gonna get there you know and I was like how do I get to you know so then we start trying to backtrack and research like if you want to go to Mallorca like how do you even get there because it's it's really not possible I mean it's possible but it's not cost-effective to say like I'm gonna fly from Richmond to Mallorca and go (laughs) cycling it's not an effective strategy Uh, so the way we got there is we flew to Madrid Okay. Which was the cheapest way to get to that part of the world at the time okay so like richmond to jfk and then jfk to madrid because
1: mm-hmm. um, we kind of figured out even before cycling trips like looking at where like looking where you want to go yeah. and seeing where the layover is
0: yeah and yeah. so
1: then if you try to fly to a layover city then you can kind of
3: yeah you know those are direct flights yeah Cause that's where they're making you stop right so that's your direct entry point so we just flew to Madrid and then from we say that we like, we've never been to Madrid so we like checked out Madrid for a, two days and then nice. flew from Madrid to Lisbon, to Lisbon Portugal and again we
1: went, that was like a tiny plane like a $50 flight or something yeah. so there's no way we could have taken
3: a bike sure yeah. yeah and then that was awesome went to went there and then we rented a car in lisbon and drove to porto which is basically at the top of portugal so you just drove the whole length of portugal which is not crazy it's like driving from here to uh new york maybe I mean, we mm-hmm. took
1: two days to
3: yeah we did a yeah, stop we over a stopover, um checked out some other stuff along the way mm-hmm. but then the reason there is that porto you know is another like cool uh destination we had not been there but you can get cheap flights to majorca so the cheapest flights were from porto okay. so it's all ultimately like how and when do you get it says cheap right.
1: like 19 dollars.
3: yeah <laughs> were there animals on the plane no nah. no i mean That's a different story Not cycling we really. have been on <laughs> definitely been on a plane with a rooster but uh it's like yeah so we were like how do we get to porto you know so then this was kind of like our backwards um you know we ultimately want to get to porto because Porto is where you can get the cheap flight To go to Palma, Mallorca. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I think our flights are maybe like forty bucks. You know, forty bucks to,
0: and it's an hour and a half flight from 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 Port of Mallorca to Mallorca. Yeah. If
1: you go like midweek and you have no bags, yeah, or just a carry on, okay, could get it. I'm I think as cheap as fourteen dollars.
3: Yeah. So we get down there.
1: Granted, no frills. Like you're not even getting water. They don't it's just, yeah, have it's just tray a, tables on the yeah. seat bags. But. It's
3: just an hour and a half. You Those just get there. Right I mean, safely. mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. totally fine. And so then we, you know, then uh, we had done the research in advance of, just from the cycling perspective of like, I, you know, I was like, I don't, I couldn't tell you much about Mallorca from a tourism perspective. We only went there to ride bikes, yeah. you know, and it's a beautiful mountainous place to ride bikes. Um, it's both mountainous and flat. Yeah. It's, it's deserty and mountainous as a jagged mountain range on the on western the northwestern side of the mm-hmm. um, the island um, we rented a car we, you know we landed in Palma rented a car and then it's about a 60 mile drive to the opposite end of the island okay. and uh, we stayed in this town called de Palenza and that is sort of ground zero for cycling um, Basically for British tourists mm-hmm. or pro teams, like um. Uh, so a lot, you know a lot of pro teams go there in the winter, mm-hmm. okay, to train. To ride right there, okay. Yeah. Okay. And so. Yeah. How long did y'all stay in the world? a week. A week. Yeah. So we just recreated our own Garda Bike Hotel experience on so our own. You,
0: you you flew in? Um, did you already have a hotel? Yeah. Already had a hotel. Did you just go? To, I guess you went to a bike shop.
3: No, no. So, because there's such a heavy presence of like British cycling tourism, okay. Pinarello has um, factory stores, like a big factory store, like in Mallorca. They have two things they have one that's like a uh, like sort of a retail outlet for gear, like mm-hmm. you can buy like cycling clothing oh, yeah. or, and all the stuff you need. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's um actually I have an
1: outlet. It's like a,
3: it's like a 5,000 <laughs> square foot store that probably has like well, I don't I it's like going to a Marshalls that's all cycling clothes. Like just as a just as a reference point, yeah right? It's the size of a Marshalls and it's all the racks but it's only so it's cycling exactly clothes. So. And I was like, this is But that
1: was one store. That was one the store. The other store is just bikes.
3: And the other store is the bike rental store. And there's and and that's just one of the options. Um, which that was called like the pinarello experience or something so you're just renting directly from pinarello so there's a store a shop that is just full of pinarello bikes like basically a few hundred okay and just in one store and you just show up you're like i rented a pinarello
1: and it was easier than renting a rental car you know i mean it's almost the same price as a car right that you're riding away yeah, yeah no questions like do you know no how to ride this river. like no let's and again you, I, I, I definitely took my pedals i don't pedals I might and have seat. Taken my seat we did the same thing um but one of my ironically british co-workers had been to my orca as well not to cycle just family vacation mm-hmm. um and he had warned us about the rental cars and how they try to like they just tell you you've scratched it or like you know yeah, the, the yeah. most minute things because right? you're, you're on an island you know? so they're so just they're trying like, to they're gonna he's like be very very cautious of the car rental like they're, they're gonna to try the so we were of it, very yeah. cautious of the car rental and then we get to the bike shop and the guy's just like okay right away like no insurance no nothing
3: <laughs> so it's pretty sweet like we got um again sort of just the same thing we already knew the size we needed and the penarell and everything yeah. um we just got That's... the um You know, same sizes. They're both like just Altegra equipped Mm -hmm. bikes with carbon wheels and all that sort of stuff. And then. um,
1: They're like, come back if you need come back in the morning if you need to pump up the tires or you want to swap it out for a different bike. It's pretty sweet. It's about 50.
3: No, it's about 35 euro a day to rent it. Really? Yeah, it's very affordable. Like we pay way too much for everything in the US. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's way. It was way. I mean, I don't know if it's just volume or what, but it was, (laughs) it was way cool. You know, they had, uh, they had Bradley Wiggins, like one of his, like, you know, tour bikes on the wall and there was a Pinarello, like, uh, Dogma one. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was awesome. And so then, yeah, and I had already like loosely figured out the kind of things we wanted to do. Um, you know, some of the, the classic rides so, you know, we just went and picked the bikes up, like, just cruised back over to the hotel, got yeah. into our kit, and then, yeah. you know. And
1: once we got to the hotel, we didn't need the rental car anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had it, and we just parked it on the street, but we rode our bikes the rest of the time, or walked. Everything was very and So I think convenient. we did
3: four, at least four straight days of riding there, really? which was like, we did, uh, I don't know, a few hundred miles.
1: Nice. Uh, four days of cycling, 181 miles, 12,080 feet of climbing. 181 miles,
3: 12,000 feet. That's all in four days. That's all. That's pretty good. Um, and that was cutting out the one thing that I really wanted to do that we didn't do because I didn't realize how hard it was to get to the start of the thing I wanted to do. Okay so there's this super famous ride it's called the sa calabra um it's the one you see in all these the the two most famous ones are the captive formentor which is this lighthouse and you ride out this point at the top
1: which we it, did the first day. And we did
3: the first day like the town we were staying in is just right at the base of the mountain you ride through the town hit the road and you start zigzagging up the mountain to go to the lighthouse and it's way out on this point so that was about a 40-mile one out and back.
1: You come back, there's a bike lane right on the beach with, mm-hmm. like, restaurants and bars and, and there's, stuff like... Right there, there, You know,
3: so just to give you a picture of this town, it's about the size of the fan, and there are, oh, wow. I think, 20 bike shops. Okay. And so there are... In Mallorca, there are basically more bikes on the road than cars, by far. Far over and over. And there are... The only... You can ride on any of the roads, including the highway, which looks like you know Interstate ninety five. It's the one that we drove to, the town on, which we didn't ride on it. But um, otherwise, you can ride on any road, and all the roads have pretty much, um, probably like a four foot wide shoulder. That's super clean, freshly paved, um, and there's you know everywhere you're going is remote. You think you're in some crazy remote area and then you'll see like this line of like five cyclists like coming at you from the other direction in paceline pace line or you're coming up on somebody or... So
0: wait, when was this trip to Mallorca?
1: Uh, October
0: 2019. Okay. This is 20, okay, all
3: right. And so, you know, of course we were like, yep, next year, (laughs) game on. (laughs) We're either going back to Italy. Actually, what we had planned to do in 2020 was to go to Corsica because Corsica is another... Like British Northern Corsica, where they one time had a stage of the Tour de France, mm-hmm. is like a, a you know a, another sort of uh, beautifully scenic place to ride. It's got mountains, it has high desert. It's yeah. like there's a little town like sort of similar to this that has bike mm-hmm. shops and bike rental, and there's an airport. Yeah, it's got all the same things, right? Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh yeah, 2020 Corsica. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to it. Yeah.
0: 2020. No. That was two years or ago. Or
1: 2021. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and
0: that was two years ago. So, I mean, that was... But eventually it will be safe to... Well, we've done uh, what
3: we... Yeah, I think we've to, done to, what we could do. Yeah. We, we just switched the focus because we're like, well, you're not... Obviously can't keep on that same track yeah. of trying to, you know... Because, you know, I think the whole goal is to try to figure out what's a cheap and economical... Relatively mm-hmm. speaking, cheap and economical way to get to these weird cycling destinations yeah. you know and and like do it
1: and even though like you said we didn't do touristy stuff in Majorca, we still saw Majorca from right. a bike no, that's a great which way to, yeah you like see a, a lot more in me. a different perspective than yeah. you do in a car
3: yeah it was it was really cool um but you know i think in last like so 2020 which seems like it's last year because i feel like there's been like six months of 90 day <laughs> six 90 day months that have happened Um, time's real weird right now so uh, you know in 2020 I think we just uh, you know I think we realized probably like in March second week of March I was like uh oh this Mm -hmm. is gonna go sideways real quick yeah and uh and then i was like this is the greatest thing ever i was like literally we don't have to go anywhere we can just stay home (laughs) and we we're just free to ride we can just ride whenever there's no cars on the
0: road like that was that was nice (laughs) it was fantastic yeah no cars on the road was great despite the reason that part i i absolutely missed and
1: then i was working from home so as soon as my last meeting was done i could just Just put on my kit i mean
0: i'd already i was yeah i'd already be ready i'd be like all
3: right (laughs) bikes on the porch we're ready we're rolling (laughs) And uh, so that yep. was, you know, that's, you're making the best of a real bad situation. Okay. And then it, we just focused on switch to a lot of, like, cooking at home. And mm-hmm. we just weren't do anything. You know, you just ride your bike and then come home and cook. That's it. Yes. Yeah, and it. then do it again tomorrow. And try to work whatever the minimum amount was you were required to. And we did do a <laughs> couple of trips. That,
1: that's. Summer, we went to Bristol, like Southwest Mm -hmm. Virginia. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that was after, like, uh, sort of
3: the cabin fever thing. I was like, Yeah, I was Mm -hmm. like, we're sitting here. We can sit here and sit, or we can sit there and sit by ourselves. I was like, (laughs) I feel like if we can go somewhere without any other people, I was like, What's the most, you know, where's somewhere to go? I was like, (laughs) Because outside is is free. You know, you're free to do anything outside. You know, it's like, it's.
1: So we did the uh, creeper trail for the first time. Okay. On our road bikes. We didn't have
3: gravel bikes, yeah. So we are just kind of like, uh, okay. we were like, I was like, it can't be that bad. So and we, just... we did
1: it. Everybody's like, it's downhill the whole way. And I was like, how is that possible? Well, yeah. that's because most people take a shuttle
3: to, to the, the top, top
1: and mm-hmm. then ride down. But Ooh. no, we rode up and back Ooh. on our road bikes. Ooh, okay. And then we tried. That's a
3: great one, though. If You, you know, now that you have a yeah. gravel bike, I would say get yourself down there and do it.
1: We've done the high bridge on... Both road and now gravel bikes. High bridge is definitely doable okay. on yeah, a that's, just, bike.
0: that's just like a dirt it's packed path. and it's flat. And that's in Bristol Creeper Trail or close to Creeper Trail. It's in abingdon because goes from
3: Abington to Damascus, Damascus or vice versa. Okay. Um it's, uh, southwest area. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But you can you can stay at Bristol's sort of sort of like it's not a big town, but is the biggest town. It's know. on the yeah.
1: border of virginia yeah, tennessee. tennessee so yeah. one side yeah. of the street is bristol virginia and the other side is bristol tennessee but you can yeah.
3: look it up yeah the creeper trail is just uh, like a rail to trail thing but it just does a slight incline um, and yeah it's once if you start at the top which i guess is white top yeah white top mm-hmm. like it's a coast most people get these beach cruisers and yeah. the coast all the way but down But it's got like and there's
1: 45 like, bridges you do it in both yeah. directions it's okay. 90 Bridge is kind of like
3: the capital trail like the wood okay. bridges okay. you know okay. there's a little river it's it's beautiful you know there's like rivers you're riding along a river that gets progressively more um uh you know aggressive yeah <laughs> just <laughs> rocky and like cool. it's a part that like kind of gives you sort of a colorado feel like
0: you're in the, okay. big, the you know big rocky river so i you you've already you've gotten to 2020 and and i wanted to ask like how did things changed when COVID happened and you already, like, the trips, the the extravagant trips kind of got canceled.
3: <laughs> yeah, big time. I think just, um, you know, you sort yeah, I think like everybody, you just try to figure out, like, what you could do, like, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you know, and I was like, well, we could do things together, right? So we just mm-hmm. were riding a lot and, mm-hmm. you know, you, you sort we of, like,
1: very local until that Bristol trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that was kind of the impetus for getting gravel bikes. Because okay. we're like, all right, that was pretty rocky. We yeah. tried to do another road in Withville that was too rocky. Yeah. And, and
3: so, like, just, and we were in Bristol. I was like, well, what else could we do on the way home? And I, you know, I'm looking at the map, and I start zooming in on, on Google Maps. <laughs> and I was, like, trying to find the most, like, uh, you know, like, zipper, Mm-hmm. Road, zigzaggy probably road. Probably
1: means it's uphill.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like, I found this one that was kind of west of Whitville, um, and it goes over the mountain to Burke's Garden, which mm-hmm. is um, like an Amish, Mennonite, communi- Mennonite, yeah, something. Okay. Pardon me if it's the one or the other. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, it's almost like a crater. That there's a road that runs around the top of the crater, and it's all farmland. It's really cool. Um, okay. So we tried to do it. I found it on the map, and we parked and got all our gear on, and we rode a couple miles. And it got yeah. progressively more like someone's driveway. Yeah. You know, like it was – it wasn't so much you – in know, on a road bike with, like, 25 C tires, it yeah. wasn't ridiculous – But it also, you're like, we're really remote right now. We just drove (laughs) like an hour off of Interstate 81 and we are in a field. We're parked in a field. Yeah. And we're on, we're two and a half miles in on a dirt road that's going up and down. And and you were like, oh, uh," you're like, I don't, I'm not too worried about the climbing part. You're like, but the downhill and the turns. You're like, I was like, yeah, yeah, I get, I get where you're coming from. So we aborted that and went back. (laughs) past the car right. and out onto the road and did like a road. We went to well, did a road right You know, did a road ride. You know, we did then a road we went ride. to
1: Charlottesville and ultimately did Skyline Drive before we came. Yeah,
3: home. yeah.
1: Okay. Um, and then. But on the on that
3: drive, that set was like 2020, like in the summer, yeah, maybe like the, August, yeah. early fall. Yeah. I think we were driving on 81, and I was like, you know, we could just get gravel. They do make these bikes for gravel. We could just get gravel bikes, <laughs> and you're like, well, I don't know how much we're gonna be riding on the gravel, you know, and I was like. Well, if you had a bike for it, you might yeah, ride you do. on it yeah, more. Well, then and you and start then started
1: looking it up, and you're like, there are a lot of gravel roads just in Virginia.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, know? yeah, um, it, it's cool. There's a, there are.
1: We accidentally found one in Sperryville because we went to Sperryville and did the Skyline Drive again. Um,
0: you, you, got bikes. Well, yeah. So we to... hadn't gotten
1: them yet. So we. You, you
0: were going we, to. Yeah. So we thought that we was were. The, you were warming up. You were warming up, but then again, idea.
1: nothing was available
0: yeah that's what the it they asked like because right. i love the gear i mean i love <laughs> i love buying the gear you know yeah. like I, anything i was like ooh, okay yeah. uh,
1: fortunately yeah. since he worked in a bike shop yeah. he can build the bike so we didn't buy you know already built bikes okay. we bought the components oh, so
3: i think you know for really me and this together. is i'm sure this is hotly contested right there are there's a wide range in what would be considered a gravel bike there's sure, everything yeah. from right off of a mountain bike
0: yeah
3: right so a guy that rides mountain bikes a lot that wants to like not jump things and just ride Mm -hmm. all the way up to like right off of a road bike yeah a guy that rides a road bike all the time like might once in a while want to get on the unpaved roads but unpaved roads not trails so there's like the ground you know so yeah i was like if that's the spectrum it's like almost a mountain bike almost a road bike so i was like well i think especially for you, it was like the most comfortable place to be in that since you don't have any mountain biking experience is the same geometry as close as possible to your road bike mm-hmm. with fat tires and disc brakes. Yeah. Disc brakes are great. So, so ultimately
1: when I did get the gravel bike, I jumped right on it and mm-hmm. it was perfect. Like no adjustments. It felt oh, nice. very much like my road bike, just more stable. Okay and so I mean, and you sometimes and already we done a bunch ride of those on the road just yeah. sometimes we're riding on the road to a gravel thing but mm-hmm. sometimes we'll just ride the gravel bikes they're very okay. comfortable and
3: yeah and i mean stable. i think you had already had um un- unwittingly you had a lot of experience riding your regular road bike in on like gravel. on gravel <laughs> roads and dirt roads and fields I think he
1: kind of started to do it on purpose like I said (laughs) he accidentally ended up on a gravel road in Sperryville and then I think it was uh, later October 2020 we went to Pittsburgh with the intention to do the um, Gap Trail
3: Okay, Great Great Allegheny Passageway ah okay yeah so it goes from Pittsburgh down to like Cumberland Maryland okay i heard of this one. So, we took the road bikes, because we didn't have gravel bikes, and I was like, oh, we did the Creeper Trail. It can't be that bad, you know? I was like, it's going to be something between the Creeper Trail and the uh, High Bridge Trail, which it is. Mm-hmm. It's just a double track it's thing through the woods. And we yeah. just rode road bikes on but it. But the
1: weather wasn't great, so it, no. was, it was a limited amount of like on the bikes. We
3: did like a... Out and back. You know, we parked in one of the towns. We got outside of Pittsburgh, as it was pouring down rain. Um parked at some one of the towns and then we rode out 25 and rode back 25. okay so it was a 50 miler like round trip and that was what?
0: when was this october 2020.
3: Okay. yeah and october. then after that one i think you were like well, let's just get some ground bikes i feel like the <laughs> bikes were
1: in process by that point but like we couldn't get some of the components or something so oh yeah
3: that finished. was a tough one that was so yeah. you built right. both bikes yeah okay so you got uh kinesis which is basically like uh, heard of that one. It's a um, technically it's a single speed cross bike, but because you need such a small size, yeah. So, okay. but it's a scandium frame with like a carbon fork. Okay. And it's just like a really small one, so. It's great. Very light. Um, and then I got a
0: Gerciotti, which is an Italian carbon fiber one not heard of either one of these brands. I yeah. think I only know of like the big popular yeah. brands with ads.
3: Gare like a big um, bike brand, especially in cyclocross mm-hmm. in Italy for like decades. And so they've kind of dipped over into gravel nice. bikes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, and I think a lot of that just came into because things were so limited, you mm-hmm. couldn't just like pop on the internet and buy anything yeah. you know at the end of 2020 you're you're basically um and i had to buy i basically bought all of our stuff from europe because it's like where you could get it i mean okay. I could, you know the group sets every pretty much i think a couple small pieces you know were here and there mail order was anything
0: exceptionally difficult to get or, or just took longer it's like took much longer than There's the something other
3: stuff
2: that took
1: forever like the final piece it was like
3: was. uh I think just some of the Shimano components, you know, like we got the GRX. Okay. Um, yours is single speed, GRX, and mine is um, two by two by 11
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, But just some of the things, I mean, you know, there's uh, it's new. It was a new group set at the time, so it's a little mm-hmm. bit of like tech to sort out, right? Because there's two different rear derailers and okay, there's a long, long, long cage and there's a long cage, you know, or something, and they yeah. do different things. <laughs> Um but yeah, it just took a little bit of time. We got the bikes about 90% put together and then we're waiting on, you know, something. Couldn't like he couldn't find a chain or like something stupid. It was yeah. like, you know, you've got I couldn't get the like right uh bolts to bolt the uh uh like the brake caliper like the, you know, hydraulic caliper like through the rear chain stay or something to that effect, you know. Do you
0: think cuz most people I know buy buy a bike, you know, yeah, right, it's yeah. an, or, or buy even a used one. Like, would you recommend that for someone else, like trying to build one? Like, is that like... I've only, yeah, I mean,
3: not to be like elite or any weird yeah. thing like that, but I've only ever You've only built, ever built them. them. I only okay. bought a frame and a group set and then okay. just built it. So, and I've done that probably, uh, oh, I don't know, for like the last, all your bikes, all mine.
1: And there's a lot of tech involved right right and I so.
3: it is which i, I kind of jive on that a little bit you know kind of figuring out sorting all that out and some of it's probably just the, the like history and like working on bikes and you know as a job okay
1: we had a lot of people plus
3: you're gonna have to work on your bike anyway right yeah <laughs> you bike i mean unless right, you want to take it. it to the bike shop all the time and be like oh no it doesn't stop you know you're gonna have to you should learn how to work on it i mean because somebody said
1: that to me and she's like oh um Our neighbor, when she got into cycling, she's like, oh, you know, I'm nervous about the tech stuff. You probably know all that stuff. And I said, no, I just take my mechanic with me (laughs) on every ride. I mean, I've I've never, knock on wood, tried to change a tire. I'm sure I could. But, you know, he's 99% of the time with me. (laughs) So, um, I'm fortunate there. But we did Mm -hmm. have a lot of uh, friends reach out to us in 2020 for advice like hey i want to get a bike you know what should i get Mm -hmm. you helped a couple like of my girlfriends get Mm -hmm. bikes Um, yeah
3: and those were full bikes So it was just like hey like i saw this here's a good deal here's a good entry level bike you know okay it's like oh what do you want to spend yeah. okay we need to spend double that <laughs> right. but Most now but
1: like, i five hundred dollars and we're like no uh, it's like, no. like you can get some yeah. shoes you can wear five, you can wear
3: five hundred dollars with stuff i was like yeah. you still gotta buy the stuff to wear once you get the bike yeah you know yeah. so i was like you gotta i was like you know either do it or don't do it don't you know because right, yeah. i was like really literally you're just telling you're just setting yourself up to hate this it already right. sucks
1: and, like as I mean, a sport
3: by design it sucks yeah. We
1: do know other couples that cycle and then women that cycle on their own. But mm-hmm. you've always said that, you know, if, if a woman gets a crappy bike, like she's mm-hmm. not going to want to ride it. And that's mm-hmm. why so many women's bikes are for sale because, you know, they just get a bike. I just learned that
3: on eBay. It's like, Oh, my! <laughs> wife, here's my wife's bike for sale. She never rode it. And it's like, well, dude, I mean, yeah, look at this bike. <laughs> and I mean, that's your life if, on yeah. two wheels, right? Honestly, want to have good equipment. My, yeah. I mean, my Makes suggestion would be: if you wouldn't ride it, then don't get your wife involved in it. Good point. Like, good if point. it's yeah. not, if it's, yeah. not, it should be. Honestly, your bike should be slightly better than mine. Because realistically, that's like the constant downfall of these situations. Yes. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, oh well, I have a ten thousand dollar bike, and I have all the awesome stuff. So here's a three hundred dollar one for you. Come on, let's go. <laughs> oh, you know, wow. or here's a fifteen hundred dollar one, or you're not really gonna get into it too much, or whatever. Uh, it's yeah. like you note. had
1: a wheel fail near Devil's Backbone, and at the end, both of us were like, "Thankfully, that was you and not me,"
3: because mm-hmm.
1: you know I probably would have yeah, crashed.
3: <laughs> that is true. I had a um, carbon wheel separate on the downhill on. Okay. Um, what is that road called? It's Beach Grove. Okay. Coming down Beach Grove off it goes in front of Wintergreen. It's a super Winter Winter the super steep one. Off of um you're on the Blue Ridge Parkway where Reed's Gap is. Okay. And anyway, it goes back down to 151 where the parking lot for Devil's Backbone is. And it's super steep at the top. It's like I don't
0: know, 25% or something. I'm sure somebody listens and will be like, "Oh, I know exactly yeah. where that road is." And kind so we like
3: a- we had like and again, this was like a 2020 um choose your own adventure type thing so i kept coming up all these crazy routes for us to do so we went out the devil's backbone and parked in the parking lot went out 151 to crabtree falls highway went up crabtree falls to the uh parkway along the parkway and back down beach grove like to the to the car Mm -hmm. and this is like the end of the ride
1: so he passed me and i'm just like all right i'm kind of on the brakes and so i was like all right see you at the bottom and then he's like i can't stop
3: When I would hit the brake, it would make the bike would like sort of do this bucking sort of thing. And I was like, something's up, but I'm already like almost going 50 miles an hour. So I'm like not going to stop and check it out right now. I just not use the brake, right? It doesn't do it if I don't use the brake. So, you know, I just fly down and, you know, whatever levels out at the bottom kind of. And you zoom out and I got to the car and I was like, oh, wow, The, the tire was like, you know, almost off of the, it was yeah yeah it was super lucky just you know knock on the wood yeah basically <laughs> the carbon sidewall failed okay and it it split okay and so the tire bulged out and so when you hit the brake oh, as right, we go okay. around and hit the bulged out part oh of the, right when you hit the yeah okay it yeah. would like almost it almost threw me off of it and I was like well I'm not gonna be
0: using the brake that's like a, a no-go on this descent <laughs> so um the front front you said the front tire Rear. Rears, rear. oh, oh, that's a brake you want to use too, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, like I mean, to, on the descent, I, like I mean, you want to be, yeah. I just,
3: yeah. So that was, yeah, that was, um, that was eye opening. I thought I was like, all right, well, Because yeah, I'm not a huge disc brake fan, right? I mean, you I'm have like a more stopping power,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, okay.
3: And I've I heard mean, a lot of people that not, have arthritis. Not a debate. I mean, it's yeah. just, yeah. a lot of funny. people that have
1: arthritis are like, it's really good because you're not always like clamped down okay. on the brakes, which totally makes sense. Okay. Fortunately, we don't have arthritis, at least not yet.
3: But yeah. So uh, that, yeah, I mean, it it's a plus and minus. I was like, you know, I don't necessarily need it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so early
1: 2021, I got a new road bike mm-hmm. that was disc great. Okay. Um, that bike didn't last very long. I was not a fan. Not because of the disc brakes, okay. but it was a, a Cervelo.
0: Okay. Didn't like the geometry. Like,
1: oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it was slow. And really? previous to that, when I heard people go, oh, this bike's slower than my old one or faster, I'm like, whatever. You know? Yeah. But I literally every time we went out to ride, I was like, I'm putting out more power, I'm pushing Do harder, you, you know? Because mm. he's like, oh, you're you know, babying it because it's a new bike, and I'm like, no, I I'm working, and look at Strava, like yeah. I'm going slower <laughs> yeah. on the same, same segments I efforts. was before, yeah. and mm. I feel like I'm pushing harder. So after, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I couldn't put my miles, finger like on. Like I'm done.
3: <laughs> yeah, I could put my finger on what that was. It was like a Cervelo R series. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like.
1: I mean, maybe because it is for all I'm so short. It's yeah. a small, you know, for all and intents and purposes, it was like the
3: top of the line thing, and it didn't. But it doesn't jive. Sometimes it doesn't jive. So yeah. I'm back
1: to rim brakes on okay. my.
3: Re- brake. Oh, because okay. no one gets brake.
0: <laughs> um,
1: just because that's what was available, right? Yeah, that's another. Um, I went back to a specialized with rim brakes.
0: So y'all mentioned a lot of riding um, out of the country, um, in the country what do you take with you on the rides Like, what do you the same exact thing every time
1: pretty much yeah yeah
0: is it which just water gatorade each... No. What, what do what are your what are your road signs with your hydration if anything scratch okay scratch labs okay yeah,
1: we're huge scratch fans not only the um you know liquid additive but also the bars really okay and then yeah. we just got the rice crispy treats I'm put in a plug for those they are delicious <laughs> wait, they, wait, have they scratch rice krispies they though? just introduced yeah. them yeah strawberry they're like a rice adult crispy rice, rice krispies you know like I, they're I don't know how much rice is in well there is a lot of rice, it's rice. but yeah, not it's like puffed, puffed
3: rice, rice and it has black rice, rice. And I don't know they're good they're super good <laughs> nice um, they're a little bulky though to carry but yeah I mean no just you know um, it's two of us right so that mm-hmm. gives us six pockets mm-hmm so that's helpful um each yeah, cari- we don't
1: have pouches on our bikes everything's mm-hmm. in our jersey pockets so we each
3: carry a tube um, in the back pocket yeah oh okay all right yeah no, i don't do i'm not a saddlebag fan i don't do the bags <laughs> okay i spend a lot of money on a bike i'm not putting extra <laughs> shit on there that's going to be heavy but <laughs> I know. It's the same thing. Don't worry. The bag is not like, It's like, the bag's uh, not you know, pro cyclists don't wear pants. You know what I'm saying? They never <laughs> wear long pants. I don't care how cold it is. They just tough it out and they wear... They don't, yeah. We don't see them with cycling like a bag on the seat. Okay. You get it? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, it's, no, just, no, it's just yeah. the way it is. Okay. It's just how you come up through the sport probably, <laughs> right? I mean, you know. If you
0: can, if you can get it all... In the jersey Park. it was a mountain, with was a mountain
3: bike with a goofy frame that didn't, you know, there's no frame really to put anything on. I might put a saddlebag on there, but okay, I ain't riding mountain bikes, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. we each have a tube. Yeah, a tube, each a tube. I um, have
1: a patch kit. You have a pump.
3: Yeah, I have a pocket pump. I've had a bunch of different ones. Mm-hmm. Um, the one which we
1: would highly recommend. We got stuck in Palm Springs without the pump,
3: and right. A I mean, at one disaster. time, experience. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a, like a little LeZein pump mm-hmm. for a long time. I've had like 3 of them now. Really good. Yeah. And then more recently I got um a Silka. Mm-hmm. It's called a Tactico maybe. I think something like that. It's a little one. The only reason I bought it is it Bluetooth one. No, it's not that. It's nah, the, no. Okay. It's just okay, a, okay, yeah, okay. I'm an analog person. Okay. All right. So analog. Just, um it just basically looks like a uh flashlight, right? It's like yeah. a, it looks like a knurled flashlight. Okay. Um but it's really good. Like it has a, but all of them have a little like a uh, tube, tube that like yeah. a hose that extends mm-hmm. out, you know, and they're about um, like 10 inches long, maybe okay. at the maximum, right? Yeah. But yeah, so each carry a tube. We carry one pump, um, a couple snacks. I have like a cycling wallet that has a couple bucks in it, mm-hmm. a mask these days, yeah. okay. um, has Do a credit right. card and, a, and my license. So I have my old license, it's expired. Okay. I just carry that permanently I don't take it out yeah and then have a spare credit card I just got a spare one that I leave in there so it's, it's all ready yeah so that's like another key to like you know removing the excuses and the barriers for like why you know whatever you don't have to get all your stuff together every time yeah it's just ready to roll we have one drawer set up in our laundry room that has all the stuff in it so yeah. it comes out of your pocket into the thing comes back out of the drawer into your pockets and you roll out the door okay Um Two water bottles
0: normally right
1: my gravel bike only has one water bottle cage so.
0: yeah isn't this it, not not big enough to hold it the second or it doesn't I just have, have it, it oh, oh, just, okay okay oh oh okay yeah just didn't have it yeah i've only got one on mine but that's because i couldn't find another cage which i just found today oh good okay.
3: yeah um and then you know now i have like some newer uh, with my new bike, it's disc brake, so like I have to carry uh, some tire levers for the first okay. time in a long time because okay. these like uh, the wheels um, are like impossible to get the tires off of. Okay,
0: so yeah, a couple. So you can get the wheels off, you can get the tires off without the tire levers? Normally, yeah, really, almost okay. always. right see on, but the off. Yeah, almost Ooh. always.
3: Um, okay, and almost every. In fact, I never carried tire levers up until a couple months ago, but I only started carrying them because the wheels came with them. I thought that was a good, <laughs> a good indication. indication yeah, the, the tires were not incredibly difficult <laughs> to put on, but I was like, they are, you know, the newer wheels are, the rim beds are wider and um, yeah. when you're pumping the tire up, uh, it pops the bead mm-hmm. into place. I think a lot of them are also um, tubeless compatible. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as you're pumping it up and it's popping them into place, I'm like, yeah, I'd probably need some tire levers in <laughs> case something goes. Because, you know, we live in like a town that's uh, the roads are paved with glass. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, uh, yeah, you're going you're gonna to get a flat. Yeah. Um, so, uh, one bike pump for the both of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just one pump. And, you know,
3: the idea, that's like insurance. It's like you never, ever want to use it
0: you just I've not actually used I care a pump as well on my frame and I've never had to actually use it for my own flats I've actually used it every time it's been somebody else had a flat and I pull up, it's like, you want to use the pump yeah so you know you
3: it runs in cycles I suppose I mean um, there will be a time you know there will be some times when like we don't you you might ride uh, through an entire set of tires ride all the way through them like mm-hmm. a couple thousand miles no flats no, neither bike right for four tires Completely used up, and then sometimes you get a new set of tires to put them on, and then you just like—I really mean, I got a flat last week, the, like during the end of December when we were riding a lot, mm-hmm. and I just in one of the bike lanes, yeah, uh, just like a a brown Something. bottle, yeah. you know, beer bottle shard. It, yeah, it actually like destroyed both the tire and the tube. So
0: yeah, to get fewer flats. Um, and that is a thing with the bike lanes. I, I'm glad that they exist, but they're certainly... The trash alleys, you mean? There seems to be a... It can be a bit more debris in the bike lanes. in some um,
1: Certain areas are worse than others, for sure.
0: The one of on Franklin's pretty good. You love that Williamsburg Road one, right? Oh, yeah, that's the one I'm thinking Trash Town. A, yeah, that's that one has quite a bit more debris on there. Our,
3: um, our, uh, our friend told us, you know, that's because... A lot of stuff bounces out of the SB Cox trucks as they're going back and forth okay so there's been a lot of bigger debris bricks okay. and metal okay. things and all kinds of stuff
0: yeah I yeah it, we have to be safe around there because I will try to ride in the road I remember coming down it's a bigger staff yeah bigger staff take the left and then and ride in the road um, you know down there because because it, it's so much debris kind of in there but again glad they're there supposed to not at all kind of yeah um snacks. Uh what's something what was like a, what's what's a thing you would if someone's thinking about like I'd like to go out of international for travel for cycling, what's something you would say to that? Like what's some advice you would give to someone who says, I'm thinking of like I'd like to go international to do some some cycling vacation. Kind of do like. it. <laughs> <laughs> Just do um, it. Um
1: I mean obviously it's gonna depend on their experience level, um, both cycling and travel. I mean, we've always done our own travel itinerary. Like we mentioned, we went to France Mm -hmm. for a non-cycling trip. Like we plotted that whole road trip out ourselves. Uh, So I actually enjoy that part of it.
3: Mm -hmm. Europe is more mountainous than you think it would be. That's (laughs) something I would point out to people. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, if they... If you don't don't like to ride in the Blue Ridge Mountains... mm -hmm. Don't go to Europe. Don't go to Europe. To ride, yeah. Because you're not going to, you're going to be going up or down. But okay. I mean, it's
1: going to depend if they want to chart their own course and yeah. navigate it themselves like we do, or mm-hmm. they want to do some sort of tour okay. that's plan. you know, kind of weigh your options and think about what you're into and what sort of risks you're willing to take. I think I'd,
3: I think <laughs> I'd also say, like, don't um, take a trip that's solely based around cycling. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to go cycling, that's cool. You know, that's a great thing to do on your trip yeah um, as part of your trip yeah but and I would dedicate some time to that right yeah. but I would also I mean we always try to travel um, in groups or like clusters of places at a time okay because I think you run out of like uh, the magic after a couple days there's not really a place you need to be unless you're cycling like if you're gonna yeah. go out every day you're really your plan is to like eat and you know hit hit a bar or something in the evening like you know have your evening time and then jump up in the morning or whatever and like spend the majority of the day on your bike. Yeah. Sightseeing like nature and yeah.
1: cuz the doing... trip we did to the worlds and then went to Garda Bike Hotel. From there we went to Venice and Florence before we came. We had home. a few places. So yeah. you had the like excitement of the worlds, mm-hmm. then you had you're inspired, go do some riding yeah. and then some relaxation, culture.
3: right yeah I think you get like a better sense of a place when you do like a region like if you were to come visit Richmond yeah you'd be like oh yeah Yeah. this is what Virginia's like Mm -hmm. but if you did Richmond Charlottesville Washington DC and Baltimore or whatever I don't know you know, this is an example or maybe you did like a you know but you get the idea like you do a region within a like a hundred mile radius or a couple hundred mile radius I think you get a better sense of like that region or that area yeah Um, and it's too expensive to try to like go to italy yeah, to go to there, venice
1: take advantage of <laughs> yeah
3: it. <laughs> it's too expensive to like go all the way there to go to venice for like a week there's nothing to do in venice so just... or
1: like we said we did the madrid two towns in portugal and then majorca like you're already in that part of the world and to go between the cities is cheap
0: yeah don't... have there been any trips that in the last like five years, there's been any trips that the bikes didn't go on.
3: Yeah, the one to the one to France. like well, That was sort of... Um, while we were there, I think we wished we kind of were like, oh, you know, mm. nice. Nee- <laughs> nee- nice is a... Um, Another one of those like hot. We flew to Nice. It was like a hot spot for like cycling, right? I mean, they had. Mm-hmm. But we saw. They had the tour started there like yeah. the we year s- after we went. Saw mm-hmm.
1: people riding up some very narrow roads with a lot of traffic, and there yeah. are a lot of roundabouts. Yeah. In France, and we're just like, look at those crazy people riding their bikes, and then fast forward a couple years, like. Well, in my mind, I'm like.
3: <laughs> I wish I was like doing um, that right so now. So you yeah,
1: know, that's probably the only like big <laughs> trip. Yeah. That We haven't taken our bikes, okay. but just some like smaller things like Matt's sister lives in New York now okay. And we've been up there a couple times to visit her and to visit some mm-hmm. other, other friends that are still okay. there um, you know, we've been to Philly a couple times, but Usually we try to incorporate bikes. Well, we're also
3: like ahead. more like uh, City travelers. I guess yeah. that's a good another point to make like we yeah. don't go to like typically to like rural areas unless it's for cycling events <laughs> like that's our like and then that's kind of like novel i don't around the country you know but yeah. i mean if we're gonna pick somewhere to go we're pretty much gonna hit some cities yeah. like however yeah. large or small they are but you know they're gonna have um we're
1: not big beach people so yeah. we did go to the outer banks a few years ago but we took our bikes and we took our bikes <laughs> and then i was
3: like oh this is terrible
1: our friends are like we're gonna like go down to the water aren't you guys coming we're like no we're, we're like
3: no nah, it's, it's super super hot out here and windy <laughs> we're gonna like go riding
0: for two and a half hours um okay um earliest memory of riding for the both of you what's the earliest memory of riding a bike
3: uh, i don't know what do you what do you think well you didn't ride a bike as a yeah, kid i didn't
1: really ride i mean honestly my memory is my sister wrecking her bike and i was probably in happened okay. and she's four years older
0: okay and then yeah
1: and like i said i remember having a bicycle but i really don't remember riding it very much but
0: not...
3: even but even now i mean i guess like even now riding um maybe what's a what's a milestone event when you when you finally like started like when it cycling for real you know <laughs> or whatever <laughs> i mean <laughs>
1: And um, we didn't go into a lot of detail about like events and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I, on New Year's Eve, I don't know, 2012, 2013, maybe, I registered us for Bike Virginia. Okay. And that's in June. Mm hmm. And. Matt's like you did what, and I was like, yeah, I registered with us for Bike Virginia. It's like a three-day event, and um, it's family friendly. You mm-hmm. know, it's gonna be awesome. Maybe we'll camp.
3: I was like, where? He's where like, is where it?
1: is it? And I said, I don't know, like west of Charlottesville or something. It was in Woodstock mm-hmm. like near JMU. He's like, uh, you know, that's in the
3: mountains. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I said, I said, well, I said, well, that that's awesome. And I was like, uh, we're both doing it. And you're like, yeah. And I was like. Well, you know, it's hilly out there, right? And you're
1: like, yeah, I mean, you know. I said it's advertised as family friendly. There are going to be kids.
3: That'd and be I think great. I, I probably said like 10 times, well, you know, it's hilly, right? Because <laughs> this is like probably, you'd only maybe been to the parkway like once or twice, yeah. you know? And I was like, well, it's kind of hilly, you know? And um,
1: it was great. I mean, it was hard, uh, but it was good.
3: Yeah, and that's sort of the whole um, endeavor of cycling, right? It's like one upping yourself Yeah. every. If not every time, but every few times you go out, right? Or 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 just do a as you a as work. you take on something that is seemingly ridiculous, you're then like, oh, what's more ridiculous than this that I can do, right? Mm-hmm. On and, then, and on till infinity. Well, yeah. on
1: the flip side of hilly, I had always said I don't need to ride a century. Like when I first started riding, I'm like, why? No, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, I started out with like seven miles, fourteen miles, mm-hmm. and yeah. walked my way up. I'm like, I don't need to ride a sentry. And then... And I was uh, like, yeah,
3: you, you need to ride one. You're going to... So you
1: you should do it. I was like,
3: even if you only do it once, you know, mm-hmm. it's like a rite of passage. So, yeah.
1: again, like on a whim, I registered us for between the waters
3: Ooh, on okay. the eastern shore. And I was like, you did what? And there were
1: multiple distances. <laughs> and I said, you know, I registered us for the century because if I'm going to do a century, it's flat. You know, I won't have to reserve any energy for that last minute uphill. And, you know, if we... If we don't want to do 100 there's other distances we can mm-hmm. do and matt said well you know if there's no uphill there's no downhill mm-hmm. so there's no coasting
0: so, yeah it's all you
1: you're going to be pedaling for 100 miles so the first 40 miles was awesome it was scenic and you're mm-hmm. weaving in and out mm-hmm. and these different properties on the bay side or whatever and then we got to the top like the farthest point of the road uh, right the nose
0: yeah point. and
1: it was yeah, 60 miles straight into the wind between mm-hmm. a cornfield and a cotton field. What year was this? It was the year before the big rain. So I okay. know a lot of people did it yeah. when it, it was like flooded out and you had to ride through like. Um, is that 2018? Feet of, uh, I think water. it was
0: 2017 then. I think, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, 2018 is the one that, yeah, it was the, the roads were, were, were flooded in a couple of places. It was 2017. And, yeah. 2017 is when you did it. Okay. Yeah. That was
1: the last time. Yeah
0: that was the once and done for for me
1: but i was ready to get off the bike
0: i was like you can do that one again by
3: yourself but i'm not i don't want to do that again
1: i mean since then i've done other ones very mm-hmm. hilly
3: ones well we went but. back to uh bikes so so after we went to bike virginia the first time it, we did it a couple more times then it circled back and did woodstock again mm-hmm. and then we ended up doing the century like it was like the saturday century mm-hmm out of woodstock so i was like that was a good like kind of a marker of the sure
1: progress the right where the worst hill was at like ninety. yeah
0: there was a something. long
1: like why would they do this pretty long <laughs>
0: you said um wait wait the uh between the Wars 2017 that was your first entry yeah yeah that that was also my my first entry. Okay. i was out there yeah <laughs> um so i recall the wind it was not uh it was not great
3: and then i, I think would. after that you know you were like okay well that wasn't terrible and mm-hmm. then i feel like I don't know if it was, was it, that was 17. So maybe 18, or was it 19? Like one of those, like pretty subsequently right after that, I feel like you did five or seven centuries in one year. Wow. Yeah. Which was pretty awesome. And, yeah. you know, especially, you know, I was like, oh, that's super awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and along that time, you know, we were also as just kind of, you know, again, making up your own like a uh, personal challenges right yeah like we were doing like we're kind of on the last few years we've been on this um schedule of trying to do at least one metric century a month mm-hmm. every month of the year right so like um and then you know some years like maybe 2020 when we wrote a lot you know sometimes we do two or three in a month you mm-hmm. know but i think yeah we missed one i think one month last year uh just you know yeah. just because it happens yeah and uh but the last probably yeah i'd say like the last three years we've done at least one metric a month if not more you know every month so that's a, a minus maybe two so that's a stretch of you know about um 36 months straight nice yeah, it's about maybe 40 ish 30 40 maybe more metric centuries
2: nice.
1: we've also ridden to Williamsburg and yeah, stayed over okay. and then ridden back matt has done the whole trail out and back which you, I think you you've did done that yeah, yeah you did that ones, yeah these ones right but yeah we've never done that we it's, ride it's, out there it's stay over it's, it's for
0: centuries to go <laughs> like there's enough you know little little hills and things like that. it's pretty tame the the farmland areas don't feel great if it's windy, um, but otherwise, it's, it's pretty tame. So, I do recommend the, the down the Jamestown and back.
3: I yeah. think the thing that is reasonable about it is that, especially riding it in so many pieces all the time, mm-hmm. you're constantly seeing familiar territory. Mm-hmm. So, it doesn't seem like you're, you're like, oh, we're just going to ride to Charles City Courthouse, you know, like, oh, yeah, and then just over there through the pine tree part, and then just over the bridge, and then mm-hmm. just to Jamestown. And so, it, you know, it kind of right. gets into these, you can the mentally break right it down. Yeah. Where, when you go out to an area you've never ridden before, and it's just some big craggy loop, and that you don't know if the roads are, um, you don't know what they do, you're right, you don't know where they are, what right. they do, you don't know where you are on the loop
0: necessarily. So, okay, um, we
1: skipped. What was your first riding memory?
0: Oh yeah, right, you didn't tell me. You um, just came out the womb, on a bike. No, <laughs> no,
3: no, no. I mean, as a kid, like I, you know, just really just BMX bikes as a kid. Um, okay. And, I mean, probably like my first, I mean, not my first memory, but maybe just like one that sticks with me Early, is like, yeah, yeah. you know, as a, as a kid, my parents lived on like a, a hill, you know, with a gravel driveway that kind of went down a hill and flattened out and kind of went back up again. And so, you know, the neighbor kids would come over and we'd all like race each other down the mm-hmm. driveway or something. And I, I think uh, I like slid out on the hill on the gravel and crashed into a tree and broke my nose when I was like in middle school. And so that's like a, you know, I have a, I think I have a picture after going to the hospital and getting all the stitches and stuff. I have like picture like standing in front of the, or over the BMX bike with like a uh, T- elephant yeah. man face, oh, yeah. you know, as a kid. <laughs> um, So that, you know, that's a, but you know, that wasn't a deterrent. It wasn't a turn. I was, you know, it was like that. Yeah.
0: You know, okay. So your too, your accident didn't. No, nah, it was a to
3: too tough to die okay. sort of
0: moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're not alone in the seeing your sister get an accident and then um, feeling some trepidation. Like I've I've heard of other people in the same thing. They had someone else get an accident and then they had concerns over riding or certain types of riding kind of thing. So yeah. <laughs> um, you're you're not the first person who's mentioned that somebody else got hurt and then they want to avoid that. Um, so, <laughs> I don't um, anyway.
1: I was gonna say the other thing was uh, clipless pedals. So when I first started riding, I was like, No, nope, I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. Um, so far as we registered for like the BCU alumni ride, mm-hmm. Mattson I think maybe that's where yeah, I swear, that's met. Where, that's where I met Matt. Um, yeah. So I was supposed to do that ride, but he's like, well you have to have clipless pedals, and I'm like, no, I'm not doing <laughs> it, so I didn't do it. <laughs> And then,
3: um, I mean, these are positive encouragements, you know, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: I was stubborn and, mm-hmm. uh, somebody told me you are going to fall at least six times mm-hmm. before you, yeah, you master over, yeah. the clipless pedals, which I got it, I think in three times, but mm-hmm. we definitely drove to the trail and then started from there. Like it took me a while before I was comfortable enough to that's leave right, the house right. and ride on roads. And I still clip my foot out like before I get to intersections yeah. and stuff.
0: Better, better to be safe. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, that is a skill. Like it's just learning when to when when you need to unclip before you get to the stop sign. Like some people can do it right when they get to the stop sign, and some people need to do it like a half mile before. You know, like, so. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, I think the I think the real magic part is when it all like uh, goes on autopilot. You know, mm-hmm. when you stop thinking about all the things. Like, when you first started riding, um, you know, you were very uh, focused on, like, riding straight and, like, holding the handlebars, and, you know, it's it's a rigid experience, right? So, like, I'd, like, literally have to, like, ride up next to you and hand you a water bottle and be like, hey, you should drink something, you know? And, and you know, uh, now it gives me, like, a... Like a giggle, you know, when I'm like riding, and I like see you over there, and you're like taking a glove off, and grabbing a water bottle, and like you know you're doing like five <laughs> things at one time, yeah. and not paying attention, hitting a bump, and you know, yeah. so I'm like, yeah, it's all clicked for you. It's like all like on autopilot. So I think, yeah, but that only comes with just uh, saddle time. You just be on your yeah. bike. The more you right. ride your bike, the less you you worry about all those little things. Like you yeah. don't worry about clipping in and out. And yeah, none of
0: that. You don't worry about any of it. Um. So, I was worried as a, a couple riding, um, you know, there were going to be some, I don't know, headache stories, that kind of thing, but it seems like it went pretty smoothly, unless y'all left some stuff out. Um,
1: <laughs> I mean, there were definitely some uh, some words and some times that I said, I hate you, and I'm never doing this again. Um, sorry, but Storming of Thunder Ridge is one of those. <laughs> Halfway up, I'm like... I am not doing this again. And Matt's like, "Can we just finish this ride? <laughs> like, can Wait, we?" Wait, so it, you did
0: get Stormy Thunder Ridge? You did? You have We to, did it. Oh, uh, Yeah, one 20, and done is good. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's plenty. 21. 20. This year? Last year? Yeah, we did last year's. Oh, nice. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. We did the 20, magic, 21. the
3: magic number uh, route of eighty-five miles. By
0: following we followed some, some other people, that people on a wrong turn. said,
1: We're making a left right at the end, and we went 10 miles out of the way.
0: Yeah, oh, you might have just done 100 <laughs> at that point. If you did the, I mean, if you didn't finish yeah, the 75, 75, you might have done 100. 100. Yeah. But yeah,
1: um, so I just knew that I did not want to do that ride again, that climb. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm sorry, horrible. And I have this tendency that it's, Awful during the ride, and then when it's over, you're like, "Oh, that was great!" Like that didn't feel so bad. I mean, I yeah, have what, not had a baby, but I think it's the same thing. Where people <laughs> like go into labor, and it's the worst thing ever, and they're like, "I'm never doing this again." And yeah. then, you know, two years later, they're having another kid. Right. So I'm like, putting it it's, out yeah, there fun. right now. I'm not doing <laughs> Storming of Thunder Ridge because we did Mountain Mama, and somebody told us that that was worse than Storming of Thunder Ridge. So I was like, "Oh."
2: cool
3: well
0: and, those are all and, relative yeah. comparisons
2: i mean
1: <laughs> so yeah. i went right back and did mount mama again and i will do that one again but
0: really okay <laughs> well, that, that helps to, to, to orientate that i've not done that one i've done stormy yeah. Range twice
1: uh, um and then there was a road in palm springs that again matt had done his research and everything said like you have to do this tramway
3: road mm-hmm. It was in the tour, California, and I watched some videos of it. And of course, from the helicopter, it looked quite flat. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's like not, yeah. it was not, it was not it, awesome. We didn't
1: have a good start. So basically, it's the entryway to a tram that then you get on and you go higher yeah. on the mountain. But um, it
3: just goes up to a parking lot. And I think in the tour, California, on that stage, they maybe rode from San Diego all day through the desert in, into Palm Springs, and it finished up the tramway, which is, like, really the only climb there is in the desert Great, right there. Yeah. Um,
1: so that morning, we're like, it was our first day that we went for a ride in Palm Springs, and Matt's like, oh, we don't have a small pump. We pocket only pump, had yeah. the floor pump. And he's like, we have our gravel bikes. I'm sure it'll be fine. Knock on, last words yeah always you know just <laughs> yeah. like so sure enough as soon as we rode from the house we were staying in we got to the the intersection, intersection of the yeah. road and he's like i have a flat tire
3: which which Aww. um the thing they have out there which i wasn't uh aware of is like thorns like there's like cactus thorns whatever needles <laughs> everywhere I don't know this, and there's so anyway it's uh
1: so we found like somebody was coming down and he had a pump and so you pumped up your tire well and... I switched it,
3: I switched it to I changed it to um pumped it up and we rode another well we didn't ride I was like let's go to the bike shop yeah and I'll just get a I'll buy a pump yeah we'll probably. just carry on with our day like yeah I'll buy a because uh, I just forgot to pack it. So yeah. I was like, I'll just buy a pocket pump thing and we'll get an extra tube and restart. We'll Just restart this. We'll come back up here, we'll do the tramway. And I got maybe the bike shop. You know, in California, all the close, everything close is like three miles away, five miles away. So mm-hmm. we got a few miles, like a mile coasting on basically was a flat tire again. Mm-hmm. And then had to walk in SPD mountain bike Ooh. shoes like two miles to the bike shop that was closed. It was closed. on
1: google it wasn't closed so then we we had showed up closed on monday
3: then the next closest (laughs) thing was some sort of bike rental place and um they had a tube but i've never seen this thing it's almost like a tubular tire it was like okay it was like the tube weighed like as much as a whole wheel okay i guess it's an anti-flat yeah tube or something so i was like that's fine yeah so put in there use their pump got it you know no still no pump in our pocket or anything Mm -hmm. right so we rode back to the tramway and started doing it again. Which by that time, you know, your enthusiasm after you've already now spent like two hours of walking around. you yeah. like 10 miles. you yeah, know, in those <laughs> shoes. Yeah, that hurts. Your enthusiasm is well. And hot
1: by that time I was warm. And, uh, <laughs> so we start riding and I think it was like it was supposed to be three miles up. It's, yeah, it's three and a half. You know, you're like, it's how three, bad can that be? Right? Three and a half
3: miles, yeah.
1: And I look down and it's a 12%.
3: Then it's 15. Then it's and 17. Like, then it's 19. And we're only like a mile into it. I said
1: something <laughs> like, you might think this is fun, but I don't.
3: <laughs> and you don't realize, like, I mean, it's not one of those switchbacky things. There's yep. no landmarks, right? Because it's a desert. So it's just yeah. this wide open thing. You just see this it's paved yeah. stretch. Just like, you know, it just, it's like uh, it goes off into infinity. So it doesn't really look that <laughs> steep, right? But it does look really long. All right, yeah. You're just going in a long, straight line, but up, just straight up. So if you're out there I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't <laughs> worry about it. It's okay. It just doesn't do anything. We end up going yeah, back. So we ended
1: up driving up there just to yeah, see what, what it was it like. like. Okay. And um, it was really steep and nothing to see.
3: Okay. Yeah, you really just get to a toll booth, which sort of looks like the toll booth at the Nickel Bridge. Mm, and then you have to turn around. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: and then coming down I think would have been treacherous. Oh um, yeah.
0: That part sucks. Is like doing a climb and then either there's nothing to see or you can't see anything. Well, there wasn't you know? anything to see. No yeah, there wasn't yeah. anything to
3: see even on the climb because it's kind of in a little canyon between yeah. two rocky wow. sides and it doesn't. It just would. It just wasn't awesome. And then so like as a um, second attempt at something more awesome, the next day we went to Joshua Tree National Park, and that That's was awesome. incredible. That oh, was, heard. So yeah that in two days yeah we, and it was so it was so cool that we we're like well we're gonna do it again tomorrow like we're gonna come back <laughs> we'll just <laughs> go to the other end you know it's like a road that kind of cuts through so we'll go back and do it and we did the other the yeah. other end of it so we did almost the entire thing on bikes except for just kind of this one little patch Ooh. in the middle little section in the middle okay all right
0: um wait you said your earliest was BMX bikes
3: yeah okay yeah that's okay. that's the beginning I think you know, my, I got, I really think, I mean, you know, I rode a bike as a kid more like for just as an outside activity or just escape, right, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but the, you know, the way I got into like cycling, like real cycling was, to, again, just from commuting. I mean, I got a, a cheap, junky, specialized mountain bike when I went to college mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, going to be the commuting bike to ride back and forth to classes, and that lasted probably a couple of months, and then it was like switching parts out on it. Yeah, and you know, I immediately like met people that mountain biked, and like we, you know, at that time there wasn't a ton of trails, but there was like the Buttermilk Trail on right. the on the off a of riverside and Forest Hill Park, and there was some stuff. You know, so I ended up just sort of pretty quickly getting immersed into like mountain biking, mm-hmm. you know, and then the road cycling came later, but, but almost like as a, um, a way to increase your fitness so you could do better at mountain biking. Yeah. So that's really, at that yeah, time, I've that's what people did. Like, with the road yeah. Biking. That was just, we just rode road bikes, um, mm-hmm. just to get more, you know, because like mountain bikes, it's a lot of stop and start and jumping logs and
0: mm-hmm. whatever. Um, Do you have a preference between either of you have a preference between the the riding road and riding trails with the gravel bikes? Is it about the same for you both?
1: We try not to do all trail, I would say. Like, even if we're going out on the, of the you mean like? trail.
0: Like, if you've got the, like, yeah,
3: is there a preference oh, You mean a, you mean, like, riding a gravel bike versus a road bike? Or yeah. you mean, like, riding... Riding
1: on a trail
2: versus riding on the road.
0: Or, right, like right. With the right equipment. So, if you're yeah. riding riding road with a road but bike... But when you say a trail, like, you don't mean, like, the capital trail. You mean, like, the... Like a... Like a dirt trail. Yeah, dirt trail or gravel or road something bikes. like that with the gravel bike. No, on the road. Oh, really?
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's nice to mix it up with something different. Yeah um, but no, I like riding on the And then I was
1: gonna say, even the Capital Trail, like definitely after work we'll go from our house to Four Mile Creek and back. Um it's just a as ride. a yeah. like kind of mindless, you know, yeah. the route without yeah. thinking about it, right? But other than that, we always try to incorporate like side roads and stuff. It's okay. very rare that we'll just, just get on just the trail and go out and come back. Yeah. We always try to do like um what's your favorite road?
3: Carter's Mill. But
0: the other end of Carter's Mill. So Carter's Mill. Like, Why is that? That that runs into Willis. Carter's um, Mill. What am I thinking of? Carter's is
1: like Malvern Hill.
0: Yeah. You're it, at um, Malvern
1: Hill where the cannons are.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah And you yeah. come
1: back towards the trail. Yeah, I know
0: that road. Yeah. It's yeah. all
1: downhill. It's really fast That's
0: true. And That's then, right. It is all downhill. Yeah. I've been on Yeah, that That one's cool. Um.
3: Yeah, I mean, I you know. I think I like road cycling for the consistency of mm-hmm. the equipment, right? I mean, I feel like there are changes that road bikes have made over the years, but they're still recognizable as road bikes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I have a couple different bikes, different, um, you know, generations or whatever. I have like anything from like a vintage bike to my current, you know, brand new bike. Um, and they're still recognizable as road bikes. I mean, the frame shapes are the same and the equipment's generally the same. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas mountain bikes zigzag all over the map in terms of like kind of the approach too. and the categories. You know, mm-hmm. mountain biking is real big into making categories for you to fit into. Okay. You know, road, road cycling, leg. there's one kind of road cycling, really. Yeah. So you're on the road. Just yeah. On the road. You're yeah. Riding on the road. Um, you can ride faster or slower, but generally the etiquette's similar. hmm And you know, um, and that may be some of what frustrates people is the. Lack of etiquette. Yeah. Yeah. Or some people's not, you know, knowledge of
0: the etiquette. Yeah. Um, I thank you both for your your time and coming out and and talking and letting me record everything. Um, People may have questions. So if they do about traveling stuff like that, I might forward them to you. Sure. Um, Sure. You know, because I'm sure they'll appreciate that. Yeah. I can only tell you the way we do it. So (laughs) it's good. Yeah. Um, But yeah, thank you for your time. Appreciate y'all coming on. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us.
2: Thank you.